Hello. Oh my gosh, long. Where'd you go? There you are. Hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Uh, we are playing Hunter the Reckoning tonight, and nobody is allowed to make any jokes tonight, whether it's verbal, whether it's in with facial expressions. <laughs> Certainly not in the chat, because it hurts oh, Ashley to laugh. Poor Ashley. And we don't want to cause her any pain. <laughs> Ashley, I'm not making jokes. Why are you laughing? I don't understand. I can't handle it when you go deadpan. <laughs> Everyone just... Everyone just needs to just, just take it easy, everybody. Just take it easy. So, uh, yeah, we're playing some Hunter the Reckoning tonight. We're continuing our, our chronicle, Your City Lies in Dust, and later tonight, not right now, because that would be silly to do at the very beginning, but later tonight we're going to be giving away some dice, not just some regular dice, some normal, you know, these are the regular size, like, you know, polyhedral dice that you would expect, but this gigantic die right here that you could probably just murder someone with, <laughs> not that I'm advocating that, but it's... You're but, you know, if you happen to be a hunter and yeah. you need a weapon in your arsenal. Or uh, you run a YouTube channel and people put stupid comments on your... You know, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. So, uh, so, yeah, our friends over at Norse Foundry uh, are given, gave us some dice to give away. Uh, for the rest of the for the rest of the month, uh, rest of the month, so to, from t between now and the end of the year, various streams are going to be giving out these dice. So it's going to be a pack of your normal polyhedrals, and then what they call boulders, which are the size of golf balls. It's a d twenty, the size of a golf ball. Uh, whether you want to roll it, make it a paperweight, whatever it is you want to do, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I thought it would be fitting for us to give away the lycanthrope uh, set tonight, since we were playing hunter. I thought that makes the most sense. Uh, and so later on tonight. Uh, later on tonight, yeah, that is true, uh, Logan. They they did in fact. There are there are some uh, blades in the dark dice as well, uh, but later on tonight, probably midway through, maybe in an hour or something like that, we'll uh, we'll do a little giveaway. So hang tight and uh, watch, or come back in an hour. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, tell your friends, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and we'll do a little giveaway, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. We got some stuff going on. Let me go up, scroll up to the top. Long, thank you for your uh, con contractual obligation to subscribe with Prime. Very much appreciate that. Griffin, thank you so much for the sub. Aaron, thank you for the gift subs. Uh, and, uh, oh, one thing I else I should say about the giveaways, uh, it sadly will be uh, NA. It will be America, you know, US, Canada, that kind of stuff, because shipping's expensive. Uh, but next year, we'll we'll make sure we have some, some international, like, uh, gift certificate type stuff giveaways the next time we do something like this. So we won't leave you hanging next time. But for now, for these dice that we're going to be doing this month, we're going to keep it continental. Uh, so that's that. Okay. So uh, with that in mind, with all that business out of the way, why don't we go ahead and do some introductions of characters. It's been a couple of weeks since we uh, we played. We had a week off. Uh, we are back. Uh, most people are, are back to, to health. Uh, Ashley is not. So again, no jokes. <laughs> Ashley, come on now. I, everything's funny today. It's so ridiculous. I'm just going to be coughing a lot. Really? Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so why don't we do some introductions? No one make it. No one say anything funny, and uh, just introduce your characters. Uh, we'll start with Long. Long, tell us about Alvin. Yes, I'm playing Alvin Tao. He's a martial truth seeker, mastering in judo. He's looking to. He's curious about the supernatural. Wants to know why and what they're up to. Maybe understand them a bit better. And he's got a small family, a wife and a daughter. A little bit of a shaky waters right now, but hopefully he gets smoothed out. That is true. That is true. You uh, you've had some uh, 
interesting choices you've had to make, and your wife is not particularly happy with the choices you've made. Uh, plus, you've got your dojo, uh, which had an incident and had to get closed down temporarily because of the incident. Don't forget about that. And then there was something I asked you to roll an awareness test or something for, and you failed. So uh, something else, but you don't know what it is. So it's happening off screen right now. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be fine. And it's definitely not funny. Ashley, tell us about your new character, Linda Smith. So I'm playing Linda Smith, and this voice matches her pretty well, so I don't have to do anything really for it. Um, <laughs> she specializes in, like, medicine um, and, like, demolitions. She likes to make holy bombs for the Reverend Doctor. Um, and any other weird bomb requests that he might have. And um, yeah. An interesting combination yeah. of skills. Like the, I, can, uh... I can blow things up and then I can stitch up. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> if he gets caught in the crossfire, I got to be able to put him back together. Kind she's of got thing. her own little, she's got her own little scam going. She hurts you. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then, then she you pay pay, me to ex- heal you. Exactly. And then she hurts you. Yeah. It's round and round it goes. So are there a lot of different bomb requests that Reverend Wood has, Stephen? Uh, that is something that we only discuss with the deacons behind closed doors. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then Linda comes in, you know, as an expert advisory. Okay. Uh, and the whole payment thing, I, I don't even notice the, the money leaving the account. So it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, your wife handles probably, I would imagine, the accounts. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. She she actually, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't run the church without her, to be fair. She she sure. handles almost She is embezzling so much. And uh, by the end of the- We're going to run away together one day. She is. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, the Lord forgives, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of forgiveness, uh, we had an interesting moment at the beginning of last session where we we've tried to see if we could move past the issues between Rust and Maria. So why don't we hear a little bit about Rust? And again, nothing funny, Aaron, okay? Serious. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you staring at me with my own eyes. You're not going to get me. I'm not some 10-year-old little kid anymore. You can't just hollow me out and use me as your playground. No, I got away. I escaped. And you may have erased my name and my past, but that's all right. That kid died. I'm Quixote Rust now. Quixote Rust. And it doesn't matter if the church thinks I'm an apostate. What I am is a vengeful soldier of the light. And the next time we meet... I'm going to eat your soul. I see you staring at me. Oh, oh. no, uh, no, Mrs. Sullivan, uh, Sullivan. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just talking to myself. Oh, goodness. I like the river, the glasses off. That's so good. <laughs> I got you. Oh, goodness. All right. Next up, we've got Maria. Okay, Melissa. I, yeah. Your turn to rip the glasses off. I'm so glad I don't go after him. Right? <laughs> I know. That just uh, realization just sunk into me that this is. This have, is you, have, you not picked, have you not picked up on the last couple of so months? No, I hadn't before, but I did very acutely today. Um, I'm going to go in the other direction. Uh, short and sweet. Maria Plummer greedy but she has not been able to find any money anywhere this particular hunt so she's kind of frustrated with that 
Um, I'm very, very glad to have gotten past the Maria screaming at Rust that happened last time. It needed to happen, but I'd like to not do that again. I can avoid it. Um, and I mean, I've got a... He's in your van and he's got your drone. So <laughs> maybe wait to get those back before you yell at him next time. <laughs> Probably. So yeah, Maria's uh, good with drones and uh, surveillance and untraceable vans. All right, fantastic. And then finally, to class up the joint, we've got the Reverend Solomon Wood. Tell us about Reverend Wood there, Stephen. I am the Reverend Dr. Solomon Wood, and I'm here to tell you that there's no greater weapon against this world of darkness than to have faith in the Lord above. The scriptures long prophesied the end of the times that have since arrived. As it was written, young and old lie together in the dust of the streets. My young men and young women have fallen by the sword. Lamentations 2, verse 21. As a good shepherd, I cannot and I will not stand idly by while the wolves prey upon my flock. I thought, amen, Reverend. I thought you were going to like hold up a book that you were selling. Like, it just felt like it was going in that direction. It's like, uh. I, I've got plenty of books in uh, the, the church bookshop. Uh, if anyone wants to come by, you know, uh, we also have snacks and refreshments. Very nice. Very nice. And you have a very lovely wife. We've met her. She's a sweetheart. Yep, Absolute sweetheart, Sarah. Uh, but uh, sadly, uh, I'm probably going to do something awful. To Three children, church. too. Oh, whoa. <laughs> 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 just make a note right here for no no reason yeah, I, isaiah just, lives in new york abel and rachel uh they actually live in the uh houses uh on either side of me they're local we've got three houses in a row yep. what, are, what are their names say it again abel, abel. and rachel okay how, how old's rachel rust is you know he's available his last <laughs> His last romantic interest <laughs> didn't end didn't well. Go so well. <laughs> uh, to answer your question, Rachel is twenty six, so uh, you uh, might be a little okay. young for her. But you look well, older, so that's true. It's been through some things. Okay, all right. So, and they live okay. They are local. I, I'm grooming able to take over the church when I'm done. He's thirty two. He's my oldest. Okay. I feel like as a player, you took your favorite son and sent him somewhere else so that nothing <laughs> yeah. bad can happen because he's in New York. Yes, I mean, he's in New York. York. <laughs> pretty sure. Nothing there, bad happens there. I'm pretty sure there might be some some World of Darkness stuff going on in New York. I have a strange <sighs> feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I, Isaiah's a free spirit. He wants to be an artist. So uh, we've got him a studio out there and he, he's doing pretty good. He, he, I'm impressed. Okay. What kind of art? Uh, impressionist, okay. uh, abstract. I don't know art. <laughs> impressionist, abstract. That's a fascinating combination. Okay, all right. Maybe hanging out. Imagine with some... like Picasso and Monet mixed together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like fun. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, all right. He hasn't paid his bills yet, but he he sold a painting or two. Uh, I've got him in my living room. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, his patron's probably a Malkavian vampire that he just doesn't know about it yet. <laughs> I, I hope he gets a patron because New York's expensive. In living room. Okay. Sorry. I like to write random stuff down. Okay. So. Unimportant. No reason. Let's let's start up then. So last session, as Melissa has already referred to, uh, it was it, we, we started up in the, in the immediate aftermath of both Katya's, uh, which was your, your mentor, and Rena's death, which was uh, 
Katya's like um, kind of adopted daughter. Uh, Maria and and Russ kind of had it out. Uh, Russ, you were bleeding, uh, bleeding out quite quite seriously. There was like this big kind of heart to heart, or I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it it kind of didn't. You know, it eventually resolved itself. Maria, you were stressing the need to to think before killing so quickly, and and Quixote was talking about just wanting to protect protect people, especially you, Maria. And eventually, uh, you you contacted Sister LeBlanc, who also seemed to express some anger, disappointment, did at least direct you all to the Reverend Solomon Wood and to eventually to Linda Smith. Uh, and we know that the Reverend is a, it's a Methodist super church, right? Uh, you've told me the name a couple of times, but it's a very long name and I don't have enough paper. <laughs> um, uh, the Desert Ridge United Life Church. That's that. Uh, now, so... Maria, you wrote you, down about paintings, but uh, my yeah, because I because <laughs> I could do weird stuff with the paint. Uh, Maria, you uh, you left Russ there, and then you took the bodies of Rena and Katya North out of the out out of the Phoenix Valley. You found this stretch of desert, like kind of roughly southwest of Black Canyon City. You started burying them, etc. Meanwhile, uh, Reverend Wood, you called your medic friend Linda Smith, uh, and she came to deal with Russ's gunshot wounds. Hours, some hours passed during that time. Russ was muttering lyrics to Itsy Bitsy Spider. Plaster on the walls was cracking and releasing spiders. And there were other strange signs that were kind of beginning to mount here and there. Maria eventually caught up with Alvin, filled him in on the events that he'd missed. Uh, and eventually you all came together and the seeds of sort of a reformed hunter cell began to, to sort of take shape uh, with with Wood and, and, and Smith join, joining in. Um, your attention turned to dust, which is a street drug that has been popping up around the valley here and there, causing side effects very similar to PCPs. We're talking like anger, hallucinations, aggression, strength, reduced pain sensitivity, those types of things. Uh, every one of you, one degree or another, has has come in contact with it, uh, whether it was directly with previous uh previous episodes uh alvin your issue at your at your dojo linda i think you had popped up sometimes in some of your uh in some of your investigations and you all decided you're going to go follow up an old lead club fervor uh whose name was popping up in association with some of these dust junkies uh so alvin maria reverend wood you all went inside shortly after it opened one night rust you were monitoring the area from the van using maria's drone still nursing the gunshot wound uh, Linda, you were scouting around on the outside. Uh, inside, Alvin, Maria, you took up positions as there was like a, a DJ, DJ Fire. I'm not sure if I mentioned the name last time. It's called DJ Fire. Uh, it was uh, it was this underground DJ that was coming to, uh, uh, to to perform. And Reverend Wood, you went <laughs> you went looking to score some dust. Uh, you went into the bathroom. I- I was trying to get away from the noise. It was so it loud was? in there. It was, it was. So you go to the men, the, the, one of the bathrooms. You got you found these two guys in one of the stalls that they were starting to snort some dust. And so you purchased some. So you bought some drugs. So there's a priest wandering around inside uh, in, inside Club Fervor buying drugs. Uh, let's see. Outside, uh, there was a locker room control car that was parked in the back alley. And you also noticed that the front and back security bouncers le- seemed like likely agents. I, I'm actually. I think you actually saw. One of you saw the the specific badge uh, of uh, of the front security uh, bouncer, and then Linda, you got turned away. But about a, uh, but a block from the uh, the club, you found this this distribution post basically run by a guy named Cruz, mm-hmm. and it was set up around a Valley MedCorp mobile clinic. Uh, 
So we're going to pick up right there. Let me see. What do we want to do? Let me just do some, let's do a little club music. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that one. Let's do this one. Let's get a little club music going. There we go. A little club music. I have, a, I have like four or five different club music tracks. So we're going to start there. So again, outside, Rust monitoring on the drone. Inside, you've got Alvin, Maria, and you've got the Reverend. We're going to start with the Reverend. Just come out of the bathroom. Got this bag on you. You can see the, the like little like the tablets and stuff that it's left in there. Some of them have crumbled. Uh, actually, no, I think you just see the crumbled. It's just the crumbled dust at this point in the bag. Uh, you look around and you can see that the this. You don't see anyone like there. It's just like the house DJ that's kind of up there right now, kind of warming up the crowd. People are starting to to congregate a bit more. You can see there's people moving left and right. And you notice something, Reverend. You notice that a very large retinue, uh, an entourage, you might say, of people have started to can matriculate from what looks like the somewhere in the back of the of the main building. Uh, and as they and it's like a good seven, eight, maybe ten people. Uh, and they all seem to be flanked around one individual. You notice a woman, you think maybe late thirties or so. You're not, you're not entirely sure. Um, she's kind of got up this this glitzy business suit on. Uh, you can see it's got the it's like a it's like a power a power suit, uh, kind of reddish colors. You can tell from the lights that are flickering around. Gray hair. But it's styled and dyed, you think, and set up almost like a pompadour, giving you very David Bowie vibes. You can see that she, like, she's kind of at the center of this little entourage. And you can see that there's what looks like very large uh, kind of bouncer or security folks surrounding her. But then a bunch of other people, everyone good looking, everyone glamorous. And you can see they, they come over to one of these, these kind of they, these, uh, these staircases that weave up to the second floor, that VIP level. And they just move up as if everyone knows who they are. And you see them go up. They kind of start getting settled. You look around the room. You can see Alvin in one corner, Maria in another. And it seems like everyone's getting, getting amped for something. As if like you can feel like there's energy in the room. Like there's anticipation. So what would you like and to do? And I saw people snorting the drug too, right? You saw two people who were doing the drug in the bathroom behind you. And I, I would be able to uh, make an assumption that that could lead to something off uh, based on Quixote's story of what happened when uh, that poor, unfortunate young girl who was completely innocent uh, was killed uh, uh, in Maria's van. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I would say so. if Rust is to I be believed. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if Rust is to be believed, Reverend, yeah, something could happen. I, I would definitely text... Uh, Maria and Alvin uh, from my uh, smartphone burner uh, that uh, I, I saw people taking the drug, be ready for anything. And I would try to move towards the spiral staircase uh, just to like have a good view, wherever would give me the best view of what's going on up there. Sure. You can easily uh, position yourself to see the balcony up top. Uh, and it definitely looks like there's these very, fancy ornate kind of baroque uh, uh like seating setups mostly like these these beautiful couches and things like that and again at the center is that one figure and then flanked on either side on the on these the seating arrangements are these glamorously 
well, these glamorous young people that you would peg maybe in their 20s or something like that. They all look – men, women, they look just gorgeous. And then you can see there's a handful of what look like security folks uh, around. And you can see them. It's not They're not hiding. They're there. They're up. But there's no easy accessible point to them. Okay. Uh, I, I would just like to be closer to a wall, and then I just want to wait and see what happens. Okay. Uh, like you said, the energy is building, so I'd like to mm-hmm. just watch. Alvin and Maria, you both get a text from from you feel your phones vibrate and yeah with that information i'd like to actually watch the bathroom see who comes out of it kind of trail their actions all right do you want to get any closer do you want to like go like wait outside of it there's no real line yet it's still early so you don't see a line building up or anything like that yeah i can wait by a door and just see who walks out sort of trail in the club sounds good uh maria so i have so maria has uh Nonstop BS as uh, one of her specialties that I haven't uh, used in a while. So I would like to say that I have a decent sum of cash on me, if that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, and so I want to go over to you know kind of the the bottom of the staircase mm-hmm. and see if I can. Um, grease some palms so to speak about uh, what it might take to be able to uh, join the uh, upstairs you want to go down. you want to try to get up to the VIP okay um, how I, about this I would, I would like to uh, attempt to persuade someone okay. that a large sum of money would uh, so convince them it's a very narrow metal winding staircase that goes up to the to the, the balcony level it's the only way up that you can see. There are those uh, those skylights, kind of like loft, like a loft ceiling that you kind of that your drone saw as it was kind of going over. Uh, and even Kyote, if you're on the drone, you can easily look down to the main section of the club. Um, but you go up. It's again one of these dressed fully in black. You can tell at this point, Maria, that it, it more than likely is one of these locker room agents that you've seen these, this private security company that's just everywhere that you've looked lately. Go ahead and roll uh, a persuasion. Uh, we'll say manipulation, I think, is probably what you're trying to do here. You can go ahead and use your nonstop BS. Uh, you need to, let's see, difficulty-wise, foo. And specialties is like an extra dice, right? Yeah, I'm, extra dice. Okay. Yep, it's you been a while it. since I've used a specialty for something. I know hmm. hydraulics. I don't think this come into play ever. I'm gonna but I know say, it. let's make this a difficulty. Uh, five. I think. I think five. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um. I hope well, we don't run into Mister Mata. You, you are. I, I don't mean to be. Oh no. Shallow <laughs> no, here. It's fine. <laughs> Melissa, but you're in your forties. Uh, you're... Maria is. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Maria's in her forties. Right. She's a blue collar hard worker, and all you She's saw just... was glitz and glamour going up to the second level. Yeah. No one above thirty, you don't think, except for maybe that kind of ageless figure with a pompadour haircut. Sure. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, six is a pass? Uh, six and up, yeah. 
that's two successes. Uh, Remember, you can burn a willpower to reroll three die. Three die. Uh, you can burn more right. than one willpower to reroll more than that. But. Yeah. I'll do one. Let's see if I can get these other three to succeed. Okay. One of the successes I have is a 10. Okay. So and remember, if you get a second 10, you're critting. Get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. That's three successes. So knowing that you're not going to succeed at this, what is it that you say to this this very, very tall man, very tight military cut of hair? Uh, you would peg him definitely in his in his in his 30s, huge arms. And kind of you come up and he's got them kind of folded across his chest. He's looking out here and there, and you walk up. And it's almost as if he doesn't really acknowledge you at first. And then he looks down at you. What is it you say? And why does it go bad? <laughs> so I'm going to say that she's got like tens. So I'm going to say she like her, her wad of cash is like five, $10 bills. <laughs> so she's just going to walk up and, you know, kind of like awkwardly, like shake his hand and just be like, ah, oh, you know, doing good work tonight, uh, putting in the long hours and, you know, kind of shake his hand and is just trying to shove these like five, $10 bills at him as if this is going to, uh, do anything and just say, yeah, it really, uh, seems like there's some, uh, That's where the place to be is up there. I'm thinking that, you know, some of us down here might want to find our way up there. And this seems like it might be the way to go about doing that. As she's like doing the handshake with the like extra hand on the other side of the handshake. Just like, yes. So. Right, right. So you reach out to give him the money. Like you're trying to handshake. His arms remain crossed. So his hands never come out. And he just kind of looks at you. And. There's a sense of politeness to him that he doesn't laugh. Instead, he just says very directly, very simply, Mr. Marta has enough company for this evening. That's all he says. Oh, oh I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sure. Uh, um, sure, but, and so she's <laughs> very awkwardly trying to like stick this little like stack of cash like between his folded arms like yeah oh i'm, I'm sure it's, it's yeah just you know a quiet type of folk it just seems like such a better view from you know up there at law last he finally like moves one of his arms out takes the money ma'am why don't you go buy yourself a drink and he hands it back to you uh uh sure and she's sort of used to kind of feeling out of place in places so she just sort of like smooths her pants and smooths her shirt and you know that okay yeah sure and walks away okay we'll cut outside uh linda you are by uh you're you're in this alleyway i'll go ahead and i guess i, I think i have an outside the club music no i don't have it sorry so you're outside uh, and you can see that there's 
there's a lot, there's like a, probably about a dozen or so people scattered about this alleyway. Some of whom have already purchased, some of whom are kind of nearby that you can see are scrambling to kind of piece together enough cash, like, and are working up the nerve. Uh, but there's one of these Valley Medicor vans. You've seen these clinic vans before. You've seen them parked outside. Actually, no, you haven't. Elaine has. Um, sorry. Yeah. But uh, I would say you've been briefed. Everyone's kind of briefed each other. So you're familiar mm-hmm. at the very least that this has popped up, or at least the name of this company. And you can see that it's set up almost like it would be giving out like proper, you know, proper treatment or proper care. But he's got these lawn chairs. This guy Cruz has got these long chairs. He's got this cigar out and they're just kind of hanging. And you bought some, I believe. Uh, I, I think did. you bought some yeah. product. Uh, so what do you want to do? Um, She's going to like walk kind of further away in a kind of make it appear like she took some real quick and then she's just going to stand on the corner and kind of mimic the erratic uh actions of like the other people who took the drugs and just kind of watch um Cruz and his group okay uh, and ob- observe like what they're doing how long do they stay right so i would say that you don't really see anyone lingering here uh to uh, that ha- that has taken the drug. They, they like anyone who goes and buys something leaves. The only people who are lingering, or or you think you would be able to probably deduce that are either working, uh, or they're either trying to develop the courage to go buy something, or they're they're you know waiting around to go buy something. You don't see anyone actively doing anything here. Okay. Uh, um, and. You definitely got some looks because you are Linda presents as an elderly woman. Yes, <laughs> so, she has the Crohn's curse, so she looks yeah significantly older. So you definitely got some looks, and you can tell that yeah, you're being eyed. Like you can see that curse, like not necessarily suspiciously, but curiously. Like you're just this old woman, and like you're coming up, you're buying drugs out here. So yeah, they're watching. So then- you. If they're watching me, she will like walk off um, away uh, to get out of their line of sight. And then sure. she'll head over to Coyote. Okay. So, yeah, you get up. You can see uh, Coyote's still inside the, the van, I would imagine. He's got the tablet out following the drone. And so, yeah, two of you together. Uh, you're in like a probably an empty lot across from where the club is, like a like a dirt lot or a, or just a... Um, uh, what's it called? Just like an old, you, know, you can see it's probably was a, remember this is like kind of an industrial area, not the greatest location downtown. It just seems yeah. to be more trendy or something like that. Uh, but you're parked up, but you can, you have clear vision on the, on the club and Linda walks up Coyote. She like knocks on the passenger window. Oh, you're muted. Ah, oh, crap. I was muted. <laughs> Linda, I, I, I saw you on the drone. Uh, is everything okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'll, I'll brief you when everybody else joins us. I think it'll be a while. I was like, let me, let me sit down and let's watch that. Uh, maybe we should. Uh, and, and she like mentions the Valley MedCorp like thing. Maybe we should see if on the drone you can get a picture of its license plate or something. Good. That's a good idea. Let me let me see it. I I'm not really good with this thing. Let me see if I can get it to do that. <laughs> he tries to so, maneuver the drone. Yeah, <laughs> to take a picture. I think this <laughs> is Wits Tech. 
I believe, wits is to yeah. control. Yeah. So my wits is three, three, and my tech is zero because one, I was in an insane asylum for my entire childhood. Then I was homeless. So can I assist at least? Like she's like leaning over trying to direct him on how to do this? Uh, sure. Now, the difficulty, I believe, uh, is four to control. Uh, so it's, I think the difficulty is four to control uh, as you're weaving it down into an alley or at least uh-huh. low enough that it can it can view the license plate specifically. Okay. Oh, we might not want to do that because we don't want them to notice the drone. <laughs> That's true. How about this, Linda? Since you already went out there and bought, you watched the drone. And I'll go buy some, and I'll make note of the license plate. Uh, I'm sure it'll be safe. I'm fine. I mean, I look like I fit in. I'm, and he looks down. He looks, you know, you are. He's in a he's in a Baja sweatshirt and a, and an army yeah. old army field jacket. He looks the part. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, actually. What is he wearing again, Reverend Wood? Because remember, he switched clothes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did. Well, no, uh, she fixed my well, clothes and, and cleaned. Okay. No, Sarah. Sarah went and bought some a new shirt for you. That's what I thought. But you requested a Baja shirt, so right. the Reverend texted Sarah for a. Baja okay, so shirt. it is still a Baja shirt. Okay, okay. Good. Uh, so Linda will just kind of like sigh as she pulls out her wallet because she knows you're broke, and she just starts counting some notes that she hands over to you. Um, can I? Can I borrow your phone too? I don't have one. Just in case I need to call somebody while I'm down there. I I brought you one. And oh. she pulls out a spare because Maria made mention of it. That, uh, that Maria, she looks out for me. I mean, she kind of hates me right now, but she looks out for me normally. I think she's maybe going to kill me. But until then, she, uh, she looks out. Sibling for me. relationships. That's average. Get out there, kid. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, um, so I'll go over there and buy some drugs and get the license plate, and then and then yes. I'll be right back. You, now, don't yes. take the drugs. I, no, no, I won't. I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm a soldier. Okay, I know you stick to the plan. Yeah. I'm not Rena. I don't tell Maria I said that, but she knew better, and that's yep. why she got stabbed in the ear. You're just gonna go over there, buy some drugs, see what you notice, and then come back. That's right, with my new phone. Yes. Oh, Don't break way, your phone I, in front of them. I, I, I won't. But I think I've also burst a couple of stitches while I've been in the van. I was scratching at it. You might have to take a look uh, at that later. But okay. I'm, I'm on. I, I'm going. And he hops out of the van. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you head down a block. It's not that far away. And it's easy to find. There's other people coming and going. Very, very active place, it seems. You see some folks are going in. And you see they're heading over towards, uh, towards Club Fervor, getting in the line to go in. Other people are venturing off into the into the city somewhere else uh and you go up there and you can see it's a it's a small line to kind of get up and and do your it's almost like a food truck in a way right uh but you can see the the guy in charge is is in he's sitting in this lawn chair out in front he's got this cigar hispanic guy and is probably early 30s fairly muscular looking man um and he kind of just see as he sees you walk up really doesn't even look at you twice just kind of just just sort of nods towards one of his you know one of the people who seems to be kind of working next to him uh so if are you looking to actually buy yeah yeah okay. I'll actually buy and, and i, I want to you know so i'm getting the license plate number i'm gonna buy the drugs i don't want anything to 
tip him off that anything weird's going on. So, okay, so we'll do an awareness test, uh, wits probably, uh, just to make sure that you're you can see things. Or if you want to do some sort of like subterfuge type of thing, uh, we can do that instead of awareness uh, to try to like make it look good. Uh, wits awareness is fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. Because uh, okay. you again, I don't think there's anything strange about. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm literally just going yeah. up to buy a drug. Yeah, it's just a question. Way, they I'm notice. sort of curious about Rust's skill in this interaction. You know, like, his wits are pretty good, and his awareness isn't bad. So his streetwise was pretty good too. But yeah, we did okay here. I got two tens, a nine, and a seven. So that's one, two, three, four, six successes. This yeah. is where all the dice luck goes. No one, no one even pays you any mind. The guy kind of gets, you know, he's, he he looks at you. You're college age kid, dressed, you know, relatively appropriately. You're down the block from a club. Everything. This all checks out. There's no reason to make this look strange. You kind of get the stuff. You, you you get the scent of the cigar in your face. And he just, he kind of gives you like a wry smile. Like, have fun, kid. And, Sweet. And as you're, as you're moving out, you kind of catch a, a sight of the, uh, of, of the license plate and you're, and you're good to go. Yeah. And as I'm moving, as Russ is moving out, he turns and looks back at him and he just pushes just to see if there's any reaction. None whatsoever. He didn't think so, but he's like, heads, heads back to the van. Yeah. Okay. We'll cut, uh, we'll cut back inside. Uh, Alvin, as we cut back inside, you you hear suddenly from the from the stage. There's there's kind of a commotion. All of a sudden, all the lights in the club kind of go off very briefly. Uh, Maria and Reverend Wood, you obviously see this too. And then this small bit of pyrotechnics kind of kick in, like around this stage, as you see bursts of fire like the controlled bursts of fire just kind of come up from the stage and you see suddenly illuminated within this dark room in these lines of lines of fire there is this massive glowing phoenix mask that just takes up the full stage the fire dims you hear suddenly and all of a sudden clouds of smoke dry ice you're not entirely sure but you can see it coming up from the ground out of various vents and it kind of creates this uh it has like kind of the smell of like something that might come out of a fire extinguisher as it starts wafting around in the room and it has an odd odor to it lights begin to kind of shift and 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 kind of dance around a bit and you see standing behind this 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 glittering beautiful orange red and yellow table uh, is DJ Fire, uh, very slender body, but a very large and ornate, constantly flickering and glowing phoenix head, and they start to get to work. Everybody in the crowd is now packed and jammed together. Again, Maria and Rev, you see this as well. There is a solid layer of smoke, something on the ground, dry ice, you're not sure, but it's there on the ground, and... Everyone goes crazy. It's at this time, Alvin, the door swings open from the bathroom, and you hear these two guys, like, oh, oh, they're on, they're on, they're on. And they're kind of like pushing over, pushing past each other. One of them bumps into you. It's like, get the fuck out of my way, old man. God, what the hell are you doing here? And tries to push you. Yeah, I'll just stand my ground and be like, ah, pardon me, kiddo. And I'll trail him into the crowd. Pardon me. 
Man, shouldn't she be? <laughs> shouldn't she be in the new, an old folks' home, man? Oh uh, yeah, good one. <laughs> shouldn't you be doing homework? <laughs> Would you say to me? Would no, you say looking... to me? And he gets up like kind of right in your face a little bit. You could take him. He's pretty scrawny. Yeah, uh, I'll just say and have a good time, man. Enjoy yourself. The other one's like, man, man, he ain't worth it, man. He ain't worth it. You're probably going to break his hip or something. We'll get sued or whatever. <laughs> and it drags him away. And you can tell this other guy is like, this guy who's like kind of in your face. Is, you, can, you get this sense. It's not unlike what kind of happened at the dojo. Like, you can see he's starting to seethe in a way or the, most, the slightest thing. But eventually he's dragged away. And you can hear like them cursing your, your old man nature. You follow him. You see them disappear into this crowd where everyone's kind of bumping off one another. It's very much like Matrix 2 when they're like in the cave scene. They're all kind of like just going crazy. What would you like to do? Uh, yeah, let's get to follow them into the crowd that they're pushing in to watch the yeah, show. Yeah, you, you weave in and you're just kind of getting – and everyone's just kind of bouncing off one another. It's not like a mosh pit, but it's it's definitely – it's definitely aggressive. Like you can feel them just sort of bumping off one another, and it's and there's an intense amount of heat in here. Like you, you can, you, it's noticeable as you move away from where the bathroom was. You weave onto the actual uh, actual floor. You can see as you're you're stepping, the grout lines of like the tiles. You can see every now and then they light up. You see this little running orange light that kind of shifts through here and there that cuts through some of the smoke and such uh, that seems to be covering the bottom of the ground. And again. It smells weird in here. Anything you'd like to do before I cut over to Maria and, and the and, and Rev? Uh, while we're in this crowd, maybe I'll try like a pickpocket on them to see if I can catch any of the remnants of what they had. Okay, uh, that'll probably be Sutterfuge, and I would We're say all gonna have the drugs and dexterity. Subterfuge. I don't think I have any of that, so just straight dex. Uh, I think Larceny. Alvin, they don't have anything. I already bought it off. I think Larceny would work too. I'm gonna beat him up and take him from now. I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> call me. Old. Give me your lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a plain dex. Okay. Go for it. Zero success. <laughs> so you, you get up next to this guy who's who's in your face and you try to slip your hand like into their you know, into their jacket. Like, what the what the fuck? Oh no, you rest with the wrong man. And you see this guy just wheels back and just throws like this. Her, like horrible haymaker it just it comes in with no real form you can tell this kid has never fought before but i am still gonna roll it uh well you're actually gonna roll to defend i should say uh, okay okay uh <laughs> all right all right uh difficulty three uh so give me a uh what is it uh brawl um brawl strength probably we'll say against difficulty nice. three uh, i do have eight here let me roll Okay, buddy. We get <laughs> right? you own a, a dojo. Two tens and a nine. Two tens and a nine. Ooh. So that's two tens each get you get you two successes. The nine gets you a success, and the crit gets you what? An extra one or an extra two successes? 
Six two, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's two. That's like five successes. Then with five. five. So, okay. so Alvin, you definitely def- like you definitely like, describe how yeah, that. I, I catch his arm, be like, ah, "That's not how you throw a punch. I can teach you how. Just come to my dojo." <laughs> <laughs> Slides his business card into the cast. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you grab his arm. Do you want to try to do anything to defuse this situation? I will tell you that as you grab his arm, you are your face is 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 fairly close to his, and you can tell that it is growing red in his eyes. His pupils look very dilated. Uh, he looks to, he looks to very much be on something. Uh, and although he's in pain, you would imagine well, he should be in pain with the way you're holding his arm, kind of pinning it back. Doesn't seem to be reflected in like how he's behaving. Like you can you can feel him resisting and trying to like push against you. Like he's trying to swing wildly at you once more. Yeah, I'll try to just like disable him a bit here. Just kind of hit at points just to try and deactivate him. Okay, with your su- like, with your yeah. success with your crit success, we'll just say it happens. Like you you're trying to disable him. Like you're trying. What do you mean by disable? Do you mean like knock him out? Do you mean like break his I'm arm? Knock him out, but like. Try and counter it to where, like, he doesn't want any more of the seat. Hmm. Okay. So you just want to try to, like, hurt him to the point where he's just... Yeah. So I guess the point I'm trying to say is is that he is seeming... He is being unnaturally aggressive. Okay, yeah, he's not backing down sort of deal. Yeah, yeah. You could give him a, a good solid thumb right into the side no, of the throat. Can't. Nice little blood choke oh, there. God. Knife to the ear? Knife to the ear? Anybody? <laughs> no, I can't. Say it. Pressure point somewhere. Pressure point in the air. <laughs> there wasn't one, but he made one. <laughs> yeah, I'll see. I'll see if I can knock him out in this crowd. Then try and stop him from going wild. Yeah, I will say with the crit, with you beating his five, you can kind of grab him and kind of put him in a chokehold. Uh, and I would say that'll go ahead and do a couple points of uh, superficial damage to him. Uh, I'll say that the other guy with him will go ahead at the same time and try to like smack you in the back of the head while you're doing this. Let me see if I'd, I'd have to roll a crit for him to be able to to beat you, probably, and I don't. So roll another um, roll another uh, brawl, but minus one since you're getting attacked by two different people. Okay. five success five is fine yeah difficulty was three so you manage as the other guy as you've got one arm underneath is the the sort of the crazy guy's neck the other guy's like hey, get off him man what the hell are you doing you just just sort of stiff arm him in the face and just you know his nose kind of folds in in such a way that he's like oh what the hell i'm gonna go get security man i'm gonna go get security just yeah hang on hang on rusty and you can see he like he slips out and like he's going towards one of these security guys i'll give you one more round here um do, do another strength uh do another strength brawl difficulty is again same thing difficulty of three and if you can do some the dip member the difference will be superficial damage and if you could do a couple more you can probably knock them out okay at three success okay uh do you want to willpower that because three successes is enough to oh, yeah, pass yeah. but you you don't you're not really doing any extra damage on top of it yeah let me willpower it's reroll three yeah right yeah okay mm-hmm. You got three success, so six total. Six total, yeah, that's that's fine. You only need two more. And so you can feel him just sort of go limp, and he's reaching back and whacking you, you know, just trying to smack you, but you're just, you're trained. Yeah, he, I think you have, you've had too much to drink here, buddy. Let me help you out. And he just, you can feel the body go limp. It takes longer than you would have expected. 
and just kind of let the body fall and it kind of disappears between beneath that layer of smoke. But you look around and you can see the other kid who you just you just whacked him right in the nose. He's like you can see him going over towards near the bar and there's like a on flanking on the other side of the bar there's some of these security guys and he's like hey 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 and he's like kind of pointing vaguely back in, in the direction. Everything's kind of dark and strobing so it's not the easiest thing to see. Yeah, I'll just slip him in the crowd. Yeah, you just kind of slip off. That's fine. Uh, we'll cut over then. Uh, Reverend Wood, what are you doing amongst all this? You see, you see the big grandiose thing, uh, the, the the phoenix kind of pop up. DJ Fire, the phoenix pops up. The smoke comes. I just speak quietly to myself. It smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. Psalm eighteen, verse eight. And then I'll see Alvin uh, starting to get in a fight, and I'll try to work my way towards him because I don't want to leave him alone. Uh, once he handles it, I'll just kind of like meander away, like I was just going past. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, I'm I'm waiting to see what this crowd does because I'm definitely tense, and I know something's going to happen. Okay. And you start moving in this direction, which is in a crowd, so you're kind of getting bumped by like these young people, and none of them really say anything to you. They're just kind of bumping into you here and there as they're kind of dancing around. Uh, it smells very strange in here. Uh, like in the middle, like it's in like uh, on the one hand, you think maybe it's just sweat of all of all of so many young people kind of dancing around. Why don't you roll? Um, we'll say we'll do a wits, and we'll couple it with. And uh, what do I want to do? Oh, I guess awareness is fine. Yeah, just do awareness. Wits awareness. Okay, so that's two dice. Just a reminder for everybody, we do have three uh, extra dice that were left over from our last session. Oh, those are mine. No, they're not. I could use one of them, but I don't think I'm going to pass anyway, so I'm going to... Uh, I won't use it now. Thank okay. you. Sure. can always count on Steven and nerf himself. That is... Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> my wife will tell stories. Anyways, uh, that's two <laughs> failures. Okay, so you have no successes. Okay, yeah, zero success. It just it it's it smells it smells strange. Somebody needs to clean up or the smoke, whatever. But you can't kind of piece it together. You get kind of get bumped around, shuffled here and there. And this uh, is why we have showers at the church because this body odor just builds. You see, Alvin takes care of his business, and then he and then as you watch, like this one kid try to like run over and towards one of the security agents, you look back to where Alvin was, and you don't see him anymore. He's, he's kind of disappeared to the crowd, uh, and. Uh, it doesn't, and as you look over, look back towards the bar, like you can tell, like after a moment, finally one of the security guys comes out and starts kind of going towards the middle of the dance floor to investigate what's happening. But by that point, Alvin's nowhere near and not an issue. You hearing anything else? Um, when the, the Phoenix comes up, the smoke and everything, the fire, does the. The lady who seems like she's in charge, does she do anything? Uh, you can tell they are very interested. Like they kind of kind of shush their compatriots who are on either side of this ornate curved couch. And then you can see that she sort of leans forward, puts her hand underneath her chin. And she's just sort of staring down at the stage like with this strange sort of smile that you periodically see as the lights kind of flash around in her in, you know, in her direction uh, but she seems sort of fixated on what's happening on the stage 
a couple folks up on the up on that floor kind of talk or whisper and like you see she puts her hand up like this and they all just shush right when she does that as if she's concentrating and watching what's happening i'm assuming we did sorry go sorry I was just saying, no. I'm assuming that with the drone is that we were looking down. We did not get a good look at this woman. Uh, I would say no, probably not. Um, and then I would say if you wanted to try, it would you would have to maneuver it a little bit more. Yeah. But the way I mean, I don't even I don't uh, even think that I, we would necessarily know that she exists if we didn't see, you know, her going up with her entourage. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't think so. Um, but you're welcome to try to maneuver it up there at some point and kind of look down. That's fine. Um, but the way the skylights work is they're kind of over top of sort of the central mm-hmm. dance floor, but they're not necessarily like recessed underneath it. It's yep, like yep. the balcony area. Uh, okay, so that's what Reverend was doing. Is there anything else? Uh, I want to, as I work past Alvin, with her intent on the DJ, as much as it pains me to get closer to these speakers and the music, I want to work my way towards him as well. And I think it's just too noisy, so I'm gonna reach into my pocket, and I don't have much, so I'll just take a hundred dollar bill and like just rip it into a few strips and roll it up so that I have little earbuds. <laughs> so unsanitary! <laughs> oh God! Money no, these spent? are crisp. These are straight from the bank. The, these were <laughs> flat and pressed. Oh God! Okay. Uh, yeah, so I I, I want to uh, deafen the sound a little bit as I work my way to the DJ. No problem. So you deafen your sound. You're kind of you're pushing your way. It's hard to get up to the front of this, you know, kind of the front. There's definitely a distance. There's a couple of feet distance between the elevated stage where you can see occasional bits of, you know, flame kind of shoot up here and there. And then where I I would be happy to get to like the side where like the stairs would be for uh, like maintenance and like setting up. Uh, the crew would go up rather than yeah. directly in front where you can get crowd. close. You can't get right up to it. Right, and right. There's fair enough. There's there's like security dressed in black that are blending into everything else. And every now yeah, and then you absolutely. you see one. But yeah, you're 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 relatively close. It's fine. Uh, and then Maria will come over to you. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing in here now that DJ Fire has made their their appearance? Um. So. I want, I'm looking to do some investigation around here. So I'm wondering if there's like a, um, almost like a bulletin board up, like maybe on the way toward like the restrooms, maybe just to see like what other kinds of things might be posted, just seeing if there's other things to be seen. So kind of like investigating the. So you're just looking around for other things? Yeah. Yeah, if there's okay. anything else, any other signage, any other... There's um, definitely signage over by the bathrooms. There's, you know, your, your standard kind of uh, board where they they have different posters for different acts and events and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, that's probably the only place that really has anything. There are a couple doors that seem to go into some business areas, you would imagine, like, like maybe like a green room or something like that. Uh, but you don't, you know, you can't get back there. But in terms of... Yeah, it's, it's not even the role. Like you, you can find some stuff. Um, most of it are acts that are the ones that are on the front layer are certainly like DJ Fire. You're seeing, you're seeing references to like a couple bands here and there that might use the use the club itself in the stage. Um, but is there something in particular you're looking for? Um. Not necessarily. Like we're kind of not sure what we're looking for, looking at. So just kind of trying to do some investigation. 
of the inside of the building, you know, or the people that are here. Okay. Um, so yeah, on the, on the, uh, if that's the case, like you, you, you look at the, the bulletin board and it's just, it's your pretty average standard kind of club entertainment venue, different acts, different people, nothing that kind of seems out of the ordinary here or there. Can I try, um, like Sutterfuge and something to see if I can, uh, get into one of those other, uh, office areas? Sure. Uh, if you're just trying to sneak in without um, not trying to talk your way in, I would say Sutterfuge probably. Uh, I would say they're decks. Uh, I would even maybe even give you a wits for like a timing issue if you wanted to try that instead. So uh, yeah. stealth is also, I would say, a reasonable thing to use here. Eh. <laughs> not so good at these things. Okay. <laughs> like I'm good at talking, and my talking rolls have been crap. So Sorry. I'm going to take one of the extras so I'm at least rolling four dice and see what I can do with this. And uh, it's, man, I just can't. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll try willpower. See if I can reroll these other two and get some successes. And three successes. Okay. Uh, I'll say three successes will get you in. So you sneak to one of these kind of lower level doors uh, that kind of flank on either side of the stage. You try to time it. You see like the one of the security guys kind of gets distracted by someone trying to get too close to the stage just to step away. Like, hey, hey, get your get your rest back there. And like you take that moment to slide in. But as the doors are closing, you do get this. You do hear like, like, wait. Someone go in there. You do hear the sound. Like, you don't think you've got in completely scot-free. So, like, you slip back. What you see, and I'll give you, and you have to make a decision pretty quickly. You have a long hallway. There's, there are lights, but they're very dim. And you can see there are a handful of, of doors on either the left or the right of this hallway going down. You can tell that there's what you would imagine are, like, either dressing rooms or green rooms or some kind on the left. On the right, it just looks like some sort of kind of maintenance or supply closet for maybe uh, different like equipment or things like that, storage places. Uh, but you have to make a decision quickly. What do you want to do? Green room. Okay, so you're going to try to push into one of these green rooms. All right. Yeah. So you push in, close the door quickly. Uh, let me roll a little thing. Mm. Okay. You hear, uh, you hear as you close the door. It's dark in here. Lights aren't on. You close the door. And you hear like... Someone back here. Better show yourself now. It'll be easier. I only break one of your fucking legs. Silence. Okay. And you hear like the sounds of heavy footsteps as they start moving down the hallway. You hear the door open up of a different, you know, of a different room. What do you want to do? That's not yours, but you can hear like they're checking each door yeah. as they move. Within the green room, is there any uh you know like a standing clothes rack kind of a thing that i might be able to get behind or like another closet within the room uh yeah there is like a like a like a what looks to be some kind of like a what's like a bamboo uh, or like wicker trifold yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tri yeah, yeah, yeah trifold screen yeah screen so you quickly try to stumble behind that it's very dark in here but i'll say you have your phone out or something and you can kind of see 
You quickly hide behind. Okay. Here another couple steps. You come out now or only break two of your legs. I'll let your arms stay working. You hear another door open up and close. Another door open up, close. And then you hear yours open up. The lights flick on. And there's just, it's like you're you're hiding behind this and you can hear the footsteps, these heavy bootsteps kind of come into the room. Looking around, looking around. And then I will do a quick... And you hear the bootsteps get closer towards where you're hiding. You have a moment to do something if you want, but they're walking towards you. What do you want to do? I... Oh, man. Okay. I'm just going to go... F- I I have a gun on me. I think we've established that before. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I will just have it, like, kind of, you know, at the ready that I can hit him over the head if I need to. But I, I'm not going to, like, have it out in his face or anything if he comes around the corner. Okay. So I'm, I'm at the ready so that if I see him, he's coming towards I'm you, Melissa. I'm giving you an opportunity. He's coming towards you. So like it's it's you're yep. you're just gonna try to hit him with a yep. With a, okay. Go ahead, and I'll say roll a melee strength uh, since you're using it as a weapon. Uh, okay. Melee strength, and I'll say because you're doing this with some level of surprise, you can take uh, you know. Uh, I'll lower the difficulty, we'll say. Uh, so as opposed to... Hmm. What's my danger level? I totally forgot what my danger level's at. One sec. All right, so... I'll make the difficulty two. Hmm. I got two. <laughs> Seven wanna, and eight. Do you want to willpower that? Uh, yes. Okay. I do. Uh, two, three. I'll roll the other two. Let's see. There we go. Four. Okay. So you, you hear the you hear the footsteps get closer, and as it looks like he's about to look behind the screen. His head comes around, and you use that perfect timing whoosh, right in the face. You hear the crunch of his of like bones in his face as the 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 gun comes in contact with it. He stumbles back, blood begins to to spurt, and he's like, "Oh, that was a fucking mistake. I'm gonna break every fucking bone in your body now." And you can see it's one of those tall, muscular lockroom security agent guys. We'll cut for a moment. <laughs> did maria text sos i don't think so. yes i was i was gonna say when it came back to me like can we can we say that while i was hiding back there i did no no we, I mean, <laughs> we can say that you said i had my phone out with the light so while it was i out know with the light, can we say i gave you i already gave you that for free <laughs> now you're, okay. uh we'll go outside for a sec to linda and rust um rust you were able to get drugs Linda, you're able to get both of you have have little bags of what looks like like mashed up, uh, like there's there's actual powder inside. Um, What do you two want to do? You know what, Linda? I don't even know why, but I get the hankering for some popcorn. Oh, Uh, well, I don't think we should leave our post. No, probably not. But for some reason, it feels like since we're safe in the van. Relaxing, we should be eating popcorn. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and out of her purse, she pulls out like a snack bag. This isn't popcorn, but do you want some crackers? Oh, I, I would love crackers. They wouldn't let us have crackers in the Institute. Yeah, sure. Here you go. And she hands him crackers as she's like, all right, give me your drugs. Here you go. I don't, I don't do that. I don't yeah. take drugs. I don't drink just Good. water, water. Good. And I had a cup of coffee once. It made me a little jittery. I just drink yeah. water now. Yeah. I used to, I used to live off coffee. I don't, I don't partake anymore. It makes my hand shake and it makes my stitching bad. Do, do you think you're going to be able to analyze these drugs or will we have to send them to somebody else? I don't think sister uh, LeBlanc is very happy with me right now, or I would take some to her. Yeah, no, we'll probably avoid her for a little bit. Uh, you know, so do you think you were really going to kill me if you th- if the if the reverend had told you to kill me while I was unconscious? I would have killed you. Yes, I respect that. That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I like. Good soldier. Yeah, you know. If you ever feel like you really need to, I would I would understand. I mean, I think we're all right right now. But if you do kind of go crazy, uh, I'll put you down. Don't let me hurt Maria. Okay. All right. Are you guys like siblings or something? No, no, but I failed her so much in the last since we met that I really can't afford to do it anymore. Uh, I let her I let her best friend die. I killed her mentor. <clears throat> I killed somebody she hated, but kind of it was a very strange relationship. So then it kind of evens out. That's what I, I I would have thought so, but I don't think she agrees with me. You know, we think a little bit differently. So you can say the stuff around me, but don't say it around anyone else. I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. When when you look in the mirror, do you ever wave back at yourself? And like without trying, Linda pauses and she digs in her purse and she pulls out a cigarette. And before she answers Rust, she takes a big, long drag. You know, no, I haven't. But uh, you you have when? Don't don't tell. I mean, you. I guess you could tell the Reverend. I kind of already told him a lot lately. Okay. And if, if you see my reflection waving back at me and I'm not waving at myself, uh, you should let the Reverend know. Okay. Is this that that weird spider bullshit you guys were talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's coming back. She's coming back. Right as he says that, Linda, you watch as behind him. Suddenly, something smashes into the window of the van next to where Rust is sitting. Uh-huh. And you see a crack, like a, like something just smashed into it. And you realize, like a bird just flew into it or something, or someone threw something, you're not sure. And you see... Suddenly he's starting to crack out in all these different directions from from that small little impact point are all these very slow, kind of circuitous, winding little legs from that central impact point. And it happens just instantly, right as he says she's coming back. So <laughs> she digs in her purse somewhere and she kind of like nonchalantly pulls out a bottle of holy water pulls the top off and then just sprinkles that shit on the window and then (laughs) just nice as you please turns back to smoking her cigarette and she's like all right so 
tell me talk let's talk about something else i'm too i'm too old for this shit i think that's fair i think that's how do you think they're doing in a i've never been in a club before what's it like in there i mean i can hear the music from out here but i so i'm gonna let you in on a little secret i'm 32 i don't look 32 i look like i'm in my late 50s uh, a really so, hard late fifties, actually. I was saying sixty-five, you know, seventy. I, I, I will take it. Yes, uh, I look old, and uh, <laughs> and she's just like, I've got this. They call it a curse, but uh, so I've never been in a club either. They they won't let me in looking at like this. Well, that's fair because you look really old, and I'm only twenty, so I can't get it, and I don't have any legal ID either maybe the reverend we can we'll get you something eventually that's that's do you think he's having a good time in there the reverend looked like he should have a good time his wife is so nice do you see the nice shirt she got me yeah it looks very nice uh he's it's clean too his wife i I bet he is okay so as the two of you are sitting here having this conversation (laughs) you see three vehicles in convoy kind of a convoy coming up and turn down the back alley, not the alley that, you know, the, the Valley Medcore van is, but it's the, it's the alleyway Linda that you eventually went down. It was oh, like the back the of the club the car was, and you see, they turn down just vehicles, these three kind of dark classic kind of SUVs. You can see, I would say both of you have high enough awareness that you can probably tell that they've got some locker room lettering and stuff here and there. At least a couple of them do the one in the front one in the back, like they're escorting the vehicle turns down the alleyway behind and goes behind the club to where that kind of VIP entrance was that you saw earlier. Yeah. Linda's going to immediately uh, text message the Reverend and be like, Hey, are you getting up to some shit in there? Cause more of those security guys have showed up. And Russ uh, is going to try to maneuver the drone just over the back door just to try to get a shot of what who's going in. Okay. Uh, would I give you a chance to respond? And then, Russ, go ahead and just roll a wits tech. You're just kind of it's, – it's already functioning. You're just sort of slightly readjusting where it's at. So I'll make it only a difficulty of two. I got eight, a five, and a three. So I will spend a willpower point to re-roll two of those – Okay, a seven and eight. I got two successes. Okay, so it's hovering up above, and you can see the like people starting to to file out of the front and the back, and you can tell it's more security guys that are popping out. Um, before I say what comes out of the middle one, we'll go to Wood. Wood, do you respond to Linda at all? Yeah, first I would ask. Uh, Rep- Reverend Doctor is not very good with the cell phone. Uh, he's a little bit uh, before that generation. We have two people who aren't good at the cell phone in this group. Which dirt and then door and then question mark. (laughs) Linda, you get that back. Are you fucking this? He acts like he just doesn't. I need to teach you how to use your phone. This is ridiculous. And she's like back door as she's complaining to Russ. She just texts back real quick and savvy Mm -hmm. like. And so Russ, as you're listening to her complain, you watch as the door of the central vehicle opens. And you see stepping out, Dr. Wendell Drebin. Flanked on either side, the door opens, and you see him disappear into the club with a few of his members. Damn it. And Russ 
bursts out of the back of the van. He's calling Maria. Okay. Don't answer yet, Maria, because you're busy. And we're also going <laughs> to, I think it's time we're going we're gonna to do our, do our giveaway, and then we'll we'll see where this goes from here. Okay. Oh, boy. Right before Maria dies. Let's yes. do something fun. That's what I want to do. get a phone call. <laughs> I know. It's a good thing the phone call didn't come earlier and like threw away our hiding spot. That would have been great timing. Oh, it would have been great. Uh, okay, so... If you weren't here when we started uh, the stream, we are doing a little dice giveaway tonight, courtesy of our friends over at Norse Foundry. Melissa, if you want to drop the link there for you. Uh, but we've got one beautiful set of lycanthrope dice. Uh, they are chrome metal, red lettering. Uh, and we've also got this uh, this boulder, same style. So it's that kind of chrome metal, and it's got that uh, that red uh, red lettering. Uh, they're called boulders over on the North Foundry site. They're about the size of a golf ball. It's a D twenty. Uh, we are given one uh, one one set away of all of this together. So there's gonna be one winner. Uh, we're gonna be doing this a few times over the course of the the month of December. So if you don't get it tonight, we're gonna do it on some of our other streams, or we're gonna spread it out to some of the different games we're playing. Uh, so we're the, so the the one thing is is that this is this is continental North America. It's gonna be U.S. Canada. I think is probably what we're gonna limit it to just for shipping purposes. Uh, but again, if you're not in those areas, sometime in the new year, we're gonna do something something better for you. Uh, so that'll that'll make it work for you. But anyone. If you want to be part of this giveaway and you live in the U.S., you live in Canada, uh, we, uh, we're going to go ahead and do that giveaway now. Uh, the giveaway is going to see that we're going to do a keyword thing. Don't do anything yet. Let me get this set up. See if I remember how to do this. Uh, okay. So what we're going to do is when I say to do it, uh, you all just type something in the chat that I tell you to type. Uh, and then uh, we're gonna choose a random a random winner. So the the uh, the special word. So hope I do this right. Is dust, d u s t, dust. So I was hoping that would be the word. Give you a couple. Yeah, I was wondering. So anybody who qualifies wants to be in, type it in now. All right. Got Let that some entrance coming in. Okay. I just dust. Don't put anything else in it. Yeah, Mud Puppy, you might want to type that again. Just dust. It might not pick you up. Yeah, don't add any. Uh... Oh, no. Bert's. Uh-oh. Bert's going to. Bert wins. <laughs> Bert wins all of them on our auction. He, he, he wins all of it. Look out. All right. Uh, there's a little bit of delay. I'm going to give it another 20 seconds or so here. <laughs> <laughs> Birch, Bert should have been the special word. We'll do that when we do holler. We'll just make it Bert. Remind Turns me. Turns out Bert is just a master hacker, and he's just gotten <laughs> into the Twitch algorithm. Oh, great timing, Eric. We are literally doing the giveaway now. We're giving away the Lycanthrope set and the and the Boulder tonight with our Hunter. We figured that made the most sense. Oh, Matt sneaking in just at the last nice, second. Nice, nice, nice. Well done. okay going once going twice going three times and then i'll wait like 10 seconds because there's a delay and the winner see if this works all right griffin congratulations congratulations griffin uh i will uh i will reach out to you uh i'll send you a a message probably on just do it on twitch so i can get your uh i can get your mailing info and i'll get this (laughs) out uh in the in the mail asap uh or if uh 
I was going to say I was going to have Melissa do it, but I'm probably going to cut to her immediately. But congrats, Griffin. Thank you so much. And again, if you didn't win, don't worry. We're going to be doing this five more times over the course of December. Uh, our next one is going to be uh, uh, next week on Tuesday uh, during Steven's game. Steven's going to be starting up some Haunted West again. So come hang out with us Tuesday night, and we're going to get out and give away something else that night. Same thing, same thing. Dice set, big old boulder. Uh, and again, it also... If you want to get your own stuff, if you're looking for Christmas gifts, things like that, go hit Norse Foundry. We have a promo code you can use. You can use Lolly promo code. gives you 10% off. Uh, so you can get more stuff. There's a lot of good things. We're all using – I think most of us are using uh, some sort of Norse Foundry right now. I only yeah. have like 1D10 I ever roll. That's it. That's all I got. But <laughs> it is a Norse Foundry die. That's all. It is. It's great. Okay. Uh, so with that done – and I'll, again, I'll reach out to you on uh, on – I'll, I'll probably message you on on Twitch there, Griffin, and you'll uh, you just shoot me your your mailing address. We're going Ooh. to cut back into no club fervor <laughs> to Alvin and Reverend Wood. Uh, both of you, uh, go ahead and make an awareness wits test. Uh, we're going to make this a hard test. Uh, actually, hard for you, Alvin. Reverend, I'll make it challenging for you. Challenging is two successes. Challenging is four successes. It's very dark. Okay, I'm only rolling two dice, though. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. You can roll a crit. Roll a crit. I did roll a crit. I rolled a a 10 and a 6. Well, a a crit is two (laughs) tens. Two tens. (laughs) Two tens. Damn. (laughs) You could spend a willpower and re-roll the 6 and try. I'll I'll take the two successes. One of the three that we have to roll another one. Mm Mm-mm. The odds of me rolling another 10 are 1 out of 10, and I don't like those odds. Rolled a 5 die and got no success, so I'll do a willpower to reroll. Okay. And I still got none, so zero. Okay. Oh my gosh. Neither of you noticed Maria sneaking into the back. You have no idea where she's at, no idea where she went. You're completely oblivious. Uh, Alvin... Last time we checked in with you, you had just gotten into a fight with one of these these dust kids. You choked them out, dropped them into the onto the floor, hiding hidden beneath that layer of smoke that's kind of being kicked up from some machines and vents here and there. And then you kind of disappeared into the crowd. You're getting kind of you know pushed around here and there. People are going crazy. Uh, what are you doing now? I'm making sure. That I'm not gonna get spotted by the security guy if he's alerted. You can tell that the security guy is coming and checking, but he doesn't look to actively be looking for anybody. You, as you're watching, you see he just kind of like a sack of potatoes lifts the kid off the ground and throws him over his shoulder and starts moving off the dance floor. At that point, doesn't seem to be looking for you. Okay, I'll see if he's taking him anywhere specific or just like sort of a routine that they do for passed out people. So you're you're looking to you're looking to uh to follow? Yeah, I'll see if he takes him anywhere like not in the club or he's just setting him down somewhere. Okay. Uh Okay. You uh <laughs> you uh you actually see him taking uh taking him kind of off to the side of one of the like to the stage you see kind of underneath the the overhang the balcony overhang into like this deep dark corner in the far corner from the entranceway 
you can see he's kind of moving in that direction. Um, going up to what looks like a door. Uh, someone else is kind of standing by. Can I open it up? You see him disappear in it. The other guy who is like watching the door kind of closes closes the door. This is not the same door Maria went down. You see him just kind of disappear into there. What do you want to do? Do you want to just linger or do you want to try to do something here? Let's see if I can get into this area without, I guess, going through the same door or maybe if that guy's distracted at all. He is not distracted. He is standing okay. literally right right next to the door, arms folded. Yeah. These guys know what they're doing. They sure do. Do you linger? Oh. <laughs> and just sort of Do you linger and just look and I don't want to stare too long. Okay. If, if, I, if I know it's guarded, I'm not going to try to force my way through. Okay. Just as you're turning away, you see the door open up. And you see suddenly kind of pouring out into the room. You see a few more of these like locker agents kind of start popping out. And then following behind them, you see a familiar face flickering in the strobe light and all sorts of different lights. You see Dr. Wendell Drebin. And right at that point, you get a text from the Reverend Dr. Gords. Guards. <laughs> <Back door. laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, it's getting heated in here, so we'll see if we can meet up. Maria would get that text, too. Okay, so, you, so you're so you going to go try to find the Reverend? Is that what you're doing, Alvin? Yeah. Okay. Let's go then back to Maria. Maria, you're face-to-face with <laughs> one of these locker room control agents all by yourself. You've got your gun out. You've just smashed them in the face. You did actually do some superficial damage to them. So there's that. There's that. Okay. But now they are looking right at you. You know, it's a noisy place. Like, normally I wouldn't want to shoot a gun, but it's a club. So. You're just going to shoot? I think I am. Okay. Going full Quixote. I think this is, uh, yeah. They, They stumbled back. It's dark. I think he flipped the lights on, so it's not dark in here anywhere, actually blood in his in his eyes he looks up says that was a mistake you see him getting ready to kind of reach down for his own weapon but yours is already out so you Mine can get this fire out. out so with that in mind um he he's going to so normally it's a, it's a gunshot we can do we can do opposing and so i mm-hmm. think we're going to do opposing but he's slower to the draw than you so his is going to be penalized here okay uh so he does however have a pretty exceptional dice pool uh, your difficulty is going to be only four. Okay. I'm going to grab one of our generous audience. Give me another one. So <laughs> So, anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> I'm like, I shouldn't shoot. That would make a noise. Oh, no. We're in a club. Let's do this. There's club songs that have gunshots in it. You know, it's totally not confusing. It Let's see. That is uh six, seven, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that is six successes. Six successes versus a difficulty of four. Are you happy with that? Do you want to leave it at that? Did you want to try to do more? 
If I do another willpower, then the thing happens when I'm all filled with willpower that I always forget the name of what that happens, but I don't think I want to do that right now. So I'm going to be happy with my six successes and hope for the best. Okay. So you fire, you start firing. Like you, you knock them back. They stumble, wipe the blood from their face. They look up at you. That was a mistake and kind of go for their gun. But before they get a chance to pull it out, you start firing. Uh, you do hit them. Uh, and with that six, that is not enough to take them down, in fact. Uh, that is, yeah, not enough. However, you do plug a couple into them. You're not sure. You're pretty. Sh- they might be wearing some sort of vest. You think some sort of basic, basic vest, a ballistic cloth mm-hmm. armor by mm-hmm. the by the terminology, I would say. Uh, but they fire in, and um, we got to get some of that stuff. By the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've got a guy. I can hook us up. Of course you do. I'm trying to decide if if he would, if he would just stay here and. And fire at you if you would go run. Let's see. What would he do? Bang it out. Yeah, he's going to stay. He's not afraid. Now, this time, though, his gun is up. He's ready. No more mm-hmm. penalty against his gun. You really should have burnt that willpower. Your difficulty now is six. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep being selfish, guys. Uh, I'm gonna go for it. One of these. That leaves one left. Use it. Um, I'm, I'm hoping this works in my favor because I have a cool line that I want to say that I thought of. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Let me look at these dice. Uh, that's a one. That's a two. That's a three. That's a four. <laughs> that's a crap. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So I currently have four successes, so I will go ahead and spend the willpower. Okay. Um. You get three more dice, so you get to yeah, re-roll three. So you get to re-roll three of them. So right now I have four successes. Oh, oh too old to Twitch just dropped a couple oh. dice. And you, those sir. are all successes. So one, two, three, six successes. Okay, well, six was enough. Uh, that was the difficulty. Uh, what's the damage on your gun? I have no idea. I think we have it in here. You've got like a like. Do you, do you remember what kind of gun we we said you had? Uh, is it like, uh, was it light, medium, or heavy is basically, think about it. I think we decided light. Okay. So light is, would be a plus two to damage. So difficulty was six. You succeeded. So you get the weapon damage plus the difference. You don't have any difference. So you're just getting weapon damage. Okay. Lucky for you. That is enough, uh, actually to take him down as you just, you just unload a, like, just like a full clip between the two, between the two shots. And he fires back at you. He misses. You can see, like he, like the uh, this, the sort of the standing guard, uh, like the clothes, like where where you were kind of hiding behind, kind of takes a couple bullet shots, and you can see they they kind of erupt and like smash into the cinder block wall behind you. And you can see this guy falls to the ground. So he had said to her that was a mistake, and so she, after she had dispatches with him, says, "I don't make mistakes." <laughs> and she, she takes his body, it. pulls it behind that screen, and then like puts the screen up so that like if you walk in the room, 
he would be behind the screen and the screen is covering him. And that's when the phone, your your cell phone, is, you, guys were, you guys were calling Maria? Is that right? Is that when Rust was. Rust yeah. was calling her. And that's when your cell phone rings as you start tucking the body by. Now, the the screen is, is messed up. There's bullet holes in it and everything, but you do your best to hide. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, phone rings. Uh, I will uh, answer the phone. What? Maria. Wendell's Rebbin. He's on the premises with more Lockrum guards. You got to be ready for him. Uh, all right. Well, I just uh, took out one I'm of the coming in. Here. And oh. you hear Linda in the background. No, you're not. Your <laughs> stitches are just- loose. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Just- L- Linda says I Linda says I can't come in, Maria. But if, if you need me, call me back. Uh, will do. I will text you. You could have got me shot. Linda, how, did, how does this texting thing work on this phone? I'm, I'm not very I'll, good at I'll this. I'll show you. I'll show okay. you. Hang okay. on the phone. Let her, let her right, right. Good, good luck, Maria. <laughs> Didn't Linda just say let her kill the people? <laughs> oh, she said let her do her business. Okay. <laughs> Maria puts her phone down to deal with the body, then gets a text immediately that says Gord. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got this dead body hiding behind the screen. You're, you got the phone message from, from Rust. Do you do anything else, Maria, before we cut to somebody else? Uh, you can cut to somebody else. Okay. All right. Um, do you communicate what happened in here to both Alvin and, Rev, and the Rev? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'll text them. Yeah, and I do want to point out that was, that was a gunshot wound, so that this guy is bleeding out basically in here. So you text that. So you text over to Alvin and Reverend Wood. They both have information. Uh, Alvin, Rev, do you guys do anything? Alvin, you've also what? seen Wendell Drebin too. So, what did you really text? Mm-hmm. Uh, just took out a guard in the green room. Took out his vague, so I don't think I would do too much there <laughs> for coffee and donuts. <laughs> Maybe she knows kung fu like Alvin. For all I know. Um, I, I think I would try to stay near the stage. Okay, so you're just going to hang out by the stage. Sure. Uh, Alvin, what do you want to do? Hmm. Did we did we know what objective was here? I know we were here for drugs, but was like there anything? You guys were just deeper? curious about just dust. Recon. Yeah, it was just recon for dust. Yeah. Right. And now, yeah, now you see Wendell Drebin arrive. Okay. So I know Maria's gone to the contact. I will try to find my way into like the back rooms. Okay. So there are, think of it these terms. There's the stage in the center, and then in the far recessed corners, kind of on either side of the stage, there are additional doorways. One of them you saw Wendell Drebin just come out of. There's another one on the other side, Metaspeak. That's where Maria went. So you can either try, and like they're all, everything's guarded. There isn't a door in this place other than the bathrooms that aren't guarded. Uh, but um, but as you're watching, as you're kind of looking around, you can see Drebin and some of his crew move over towards that winding staircase. They're they're led up without any issue, and you see he kind of goes up to the second level. Uh, Rev, you can see this too. Uh, but Alvin, if you if you move on over, you can see again both of these doors. Like like actually, you know what? Because Maria just took out a guard, it would have been the guard that was on that door. When you get over there, strangely enough, that 
that other that other door that kind of goes into the business area of the club. No one's on it, which is really peculiar, actually. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, I'm trying to sneak my way in. Okay, you sneak your way. You want to do it like in a way that's kind of nonchalant. No one knows. No one pays attention to you. No one sees you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. That's fine. Roll st- stealth, I guess. Stealth dex, or you could do like a subterfuge dex or something. To- <laughs> Perfect. I've been of those, so I'm gonna stomp my way through. <laughs> I'm going in the door now. Everybody, <laughs> going in this door. I just got one. Okay. All right. That's fine. So you go inside. You see a couple doors have been kind of opened and cl- you know, they're like some of them are like kind of left ajar. You start opening them up. You see, it looks like a closet, a bunch of different, like, looks like, you know, speakers and other, like, electronic equipment, probably backups, things like that. You look at another, it looks to be more like kind of cleaning materials, things like that. You see a couple doors on the left, open one up, and there you see what looks like a, uh, a fight has broken out in here. And you can see the, uh, this, this dressing, uh, the, the sort of this dressing corner of this, this room, this green room. The, the kind of wicker wicker uh, trifold is like shot to pieces and you can see Maria is standing there she's got her phone up like she's just she's just hanging up with Rust and with Linda at that point you look up and you guys see each other hey right uh Jared good thing I didn't uh, still have my gun out uh yeah I sh- shot that guard um yeah, yeah we've got a, a bit of company. Driven's here. See if we can find anything in any of these business offices. Maybe there's a exit down this hall. Let's make it quick before it gets any messier. Rust is starting to rock in the van. Linda, we got to go in, Linda. They're going to need us. We can't. Elaine didn't have. I wasn't there to help Elaine. We can't. We can't let Maria. Being there with driving by herself, we gotta go. We gotta go, Linda. Uh, well, they're not gonna let me in, first of all. Oh, they'll let us in. We're just gonna go. We gotta go. We'll dr- uh, I know. We'll take the MedCorp van and we'll drive through the back wall. <laughs> uh, we mean, could do that. We could do that. I could do that. Maria taught me how to drive. I I'm could do that. Well, she said she'd text us if she needed us. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, And she starts digging around in her purse (laughs) and she pulls out some gum. She's like, have you ever had gum before? I I found some once in 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 a box I was staying in. It didn't taste very good. But it it looked like it had been. Okay. Okay. Sure. Not chewed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll have some. But he starts. You see, him start to inch his way towards the door, like almost as if he's trying to nonchalantly uh-huh. get to the door. Mm-hmm. He's like, "It's gonna be okay. We're gonna. They're gonna be yeah. okay, right, Linda? She'll be fine." Linda, as you're talking to him, you see him kind of rocking, kind of starting to slide over towards the door, where that shattered glass was. Like uh-huh. the impacts point and all the different cracks coming out of it. It's the strangest thing. You just see it kind of move. 
Like you see like the centerpiece and all the different cracks kind of coming out of it. It just starts to like, as if it's moving, somehow shifting in the glass. Like along <laughs> along the side of it. She she like pulls out her phone. Well, well, <laughs> before you do anything, let's, let's roll a test first. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, let's do, uh, give me a composure plus resolve. This is going to be a difficulty of five. Okay. It's going to be fine. Uh, four, five, six, seven. We've got plenty of extra dice if you have one, any. Successes, four successes, and I get to roll one more. Five successes. Okay, so you're keeping it together, but it is very strange, as it looks like there is a series of cracks and impact points that is now crawling along the window of the van as if in and of itself was a spider. So Linda's like looking at this shit and she pulls out another cigarette, obviously, because she can't handle this right now. And she's like, chain smoking. (laughs) And then when Russ starts singing, she immediately texts Reverend and she's like, your kid is singing. It's Ebitsy Spider again. Uh, a bird <laughs> suicided against the window and now the crack is crawling. And, the, and she immediately sends that to the Reverend. And when he doesn't immediately reply, she, she's just like, are you sure? Are you sure, Linda, that we should stay in the van? Uh, you know, I, I, yes, I do think we should stay. Uh, maybe get you back on hollowed ground. I'm not sure yet. As you say that, you hear another crack, and you look behind you this time, Linda, and this would have been probably the way you were looking. You see something else is smashed into the window again. Now there's a second one of these things as the cracks starting to grow out from that kind of central impact point. And so you've got that that crack that's crawling like a spider around the window next to where Russ is sitting. And now there's one on your window, Linda. And you can see the legs are kind of growing out from it. Reverend, okay. inside, you get this text. But as you're reading it, Reverend, if you would be so kind, could you roll me a stamina plus resolve test? Yes, and uh, while I'm doing that, I had a question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, would I even recognize Drebin, Uh since I never actually met him? Hmm, that's a good point. Would you have? Do you think the Reverend would have at any point done research into into Drebin or had any connections to the various? Because remember that we've established in the in the fiction before, probably before you start playing, actually that um. The Drebin is uh, a well-known figure amongst the, you know, in in the county in the in the valley. Uh, so he's up in the wealthy elite. He, he does, yeah, he does a lot of, elbows. yeah, it's a lot po- of charity work with the homeless. Exactly, it's possible you would recognize. It's possible you would that recognize mean, rich people know rich people. We can do a roll if you want to make it random. If you want, I did just roll, and I do not know him. I think I would say. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so you wouldn't be able to recognize him on sight. All right. So, like, him coming in really wouldn't have too much meaning for me then. You would know uh, that stamina. there's another VIP here. Uh, but right, right. And he that. goes up the stairs, yeah. yeah. Okay, so stamina plus resolve. 
Uh, this is going that's to be nice. This is going to be well. That's good because this is going to be a difficulty of five. Oh, uh, I will use a willpower this time. Okay. Oh, we're in the we're inside, aren't we? I got to switch back to my inside music. Ooh, just barely. Uh, five out of six. You, as you're sitting there, and I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sort of force your character on this and anything. As you're sitting here, you're getting the text from Linda. She's saying these things. You're very... Reverend Wood is a very forgiving, patient, charitable man. But I'm going to say, just for a moment, just for the the faintest moment, a wash of kind of anger and just frustration. Just like, like, like you just, for an instant, you get pissed off. And then it fades. She can't even handle sitting in a... Oh. I will be very deliberate. Deliberate. And I will text back John 14, verse 1. And I think I'll start making my way outside at that point. Like, the VIP okay. has me interested. Um, I'll, I'll text uh, Maria and Alvin leaving be out front okay as you're as you're heading out you actually notice something a little different about the folks that you're walking past you something different about the security guys as you see all of them have put on what looks like some kind of breather mask and so it's like this little thing that every one of them now suddenly has it and they didn't have it before and as you're walking out you hear you hear a voice kind of muffled coming out from underneath him as you get towards that front door. He uses here. You're leaving kind of early, father. The real show's about to start. That was coming from someone right next to me, you someone said? Someone right at one of these security guys by the front door. He's got this mask on as you're going, trying to, trying to leave the club. He's not barring it, but he says something to you as you go towards the front. It's just a bit past my bedtime. I have an early morning, and I'll move to walk past. Well, you have a good night, then. And you see, like, he reaches over, and he pushes the door open for you and lets you out. Door closes. You see there's a line out here. There's another one of these bouncers out front. Same guy he saw before. You kind of look at him. He doesn't have the mask on. He kind of looks back at you. He kind of gives you a quick nod. You head out. I immediately start calling, uh, we'll say Alvin. Okay. So, yes. you call, so Alvin, yeah, phone rings. You're in, the, you're in that green room. Those guards have gas masks on. Something is about to go down. Aerosol-based. Try to find some sort of filter if you can. Uh, saying that, I'll have to point at the body that Maria killed and have her check for it. And you do, in fact, find one of these. So find a gun. You find what looks to be like some plastic handcuffs, things like that. A badge, wallet. We got one, but we are in the back right now. Hopefully, whatever it is, will be out of the way. I'm out front. 
I'll see what I can do about getting more mass, maybe even create a distraction. And I'll I'll text Linda a uh, fire emoji with a question mark. <laughs> Linda, you get a text that says fire emoji question mark. <laughs> You're hot? Is what she texts back? <laughs> Did you <laughs> take off your jacket? <laughs> God damn it. I called Linda. He wants us to drive a van through the wall. That's what he wants, <laughs> Linda. I wish Russ was in charge. That would be so great. <laughs> what? Men in there have gas masks. They're going to do something to those people. We need a reason to evacuate. Could we start a fire? Uh, I mean, we could also just trigger the the fire suppression system. You're the expert. I believe in you. Get it done. I do bombs. On the phone, while you're on the phone, you hear, you look to like the, the, the sliding door, you look behind you, there's a window above, another one of these things has crashed, look at the windshield, and now it's just like suddenly hailing all of a sudden. There's like seven or eight of these now that are starting to crack. The one right next to you is starting to move. There's this whole, like the, the whole entire van is now just covered at this point in these small little kind of spider cracks that are shifting and moving around the windows. Russ, you're, you see these things as well. She's coming. You know that, Reverend. We have to act now before she gets here. Let's take one of their vehicles and drive it through the back of the building. That'll cause an evacuation. Nobody will get hurt. I can do it. If I, I hear him on Linda's phone. Yeah, like he's just yelling. It's time, Reverend. The war is here. Drevin's here. You can think about it. We can we can we can cut to Maria and Alvin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Aaron's gonna step away, so we'll go to Alvin and Maria. You're inside. You got this this singular mask. Just a small breather mask. Nothing 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 too crazy. Maria's gonna throw it Alvin's way because he said to look for it, and so she finds it. She's gonna throw it to him. Okay. The two of you can hear the sound, like the sounds of music are getting louder and you can feel the walls just sort of pulsing with bass. And you hear like, you can't tell if it's just looping riffs or if it's actual sounds of screaming. Well, Alvin, do we find a side door and get out of here or do we uh, act the damn heroes? We've got to find a fire alarm or something. See if we can trigger. Wait, we don't know that, do we? No. We just know that we hear screaming and mm-hmm. we know that there's some type of gas mask issue. Uh, I'll put the current one on. Okay. S- see if we can find another one. And I'll head back out into the club. Yeah. Yeah, we'll so go you, back out to the hallway, see what we can find. Okay, so Maria, if you start looking up and down this hallway, uh, I'll say that there are a total of three of these kind of green room, prep rooms. They're not the fanciest things in the world. There's one that's mm-hmm. much nicer than the others. Uh, you can see that only only the one that's very, very nice seems to have been used recently. You can actually see that there's like there's a bag here that suggests that this this might be like DJ Fire's room or something like that. Uh, you would also find a series of, of sort of supply and storage closets, the stuff like that. Um, 
you do notice that there's like a manager's office as well that is locked when you go up to it. Uh, that's the only door that's locked. All the other ones seem to be open. Um, there is this does in fact have an exit. It does weave around and goes towards that exit to the back alley. Uh, if you look around for like a you know like a something you can pull for, yeah, that'll be there too. So this is going to take a little while for you to kind of move around a bit. But like those are all the things you would probably see around back here. Uh, Alvin, do you want to see if we can uh, get I, out the door? I think Alvin said he went back out. Yeah, I was going to see what was happening. Okay. okay. If, if things is happening. Okay. So, Alvin, when you look out, you see the most violent mosh pit you've ever seen in your life. As the whole crowd is, like, it doesn't look like anyone's killing anybody. But you can see that there is... It's, it's no longer just like this this fun young crowd bumping into each other. No one's really having a problem. But you see just like this this sense of rage just like wafting through them. And you see people picking others up and slamming them down. You see like people just full on punching folks. Uh, you can see others on the ground. They're just sort of smacking and sort of uh, like, like, like dropping elbows here and there. Um, no weapons. But everything seems to be kind of perfectly cordoned into the dance floor and anytime it seems to spread out in a way you can see that there's one of those like locker agents there that has what looks almost like a like a canister almost looks like a big old fire extinguisher and they just tush, tush, they just kind of fire it at them and then they kind of looks like they get disoriented and then just sort of get pushed back into the pot to, to that big pit oh god it's horrible out there maria All right, we gotta we gotta get out of here. Uh, let me see if I can find anything in this office here, and then we gotta get out this back door. Okay, it's locked. So, do you have do you have a, anything that you would use to get inside? Do you have did the ability to to pick locks or anything? Larceny or sutter feet? Larceny, I think would would be the the skill. I do not have larceny. Uh, lar- larceny decks. If you have any kind of tools that you think might be useful here, that's fine. You can also just try to bust it down as well. Yeah, I'm not particularly strong, but I am more strong than I am dexterous. So it's gonna be harder to bust it down. It's a you know, it's a big heavy duty door. It'll be harder to bust it down. Than it would be to pick. Uh, so it's kind of up to you. Um. Yeah, I mean, at least if I'm doing uh, strength and athletics and take an audience, I can at least roll four dice. Okay, go ahead and roll that, Alvin. Do- at- yeah, go ahead. One. Yeah, go ahead and roll, Alvin. As you're out here oh. and you're looking around, you can also see upstairs. There is an argument happening. You can see that the, the that woman with the sort of the fancy looking kind of red suit with the kind of pompadour gray haircut is is actively arguing with Drebin. Like the two of them aren't even really paying attention anymore to what's going down. They're they're arguing about something. You can see that her entourage is sort of like withering and kind of they're looking nervous and scared. Drebin doesn't seem to be backing down at all. You can't make out what they're saying, but he still has his entourage. The the the, the stairs are still kind of guarded, uh, but they're they're certainly going at it about something. I'll take note of that to let the others know eventually that we've got a potential like uh, something's in their business. There's a disagreement. Okay, uh, we'll go back to Maria then. Maria, you're trying to bust this door down. She bounces uh, off the door. Okay. Would you, I, got your two, I got two successes. Yeah, that's not going to be enough. That's <laughs> not going to be enough. Sorry. 
Uh, okay, so you bounce off the door. Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll go back out to the outside. Uh, Reverend, were you walking towards the So, towards um, the I, I was trying to stay near the front, and I would have, like, crossed the street and then looked back. Mm-hmm. And if I'm still on the phone with Linda and Rust, when Rust is saying he wants to do this, mm-hmm. I would think about it for a moment. Sigh. He races over the ground with a roar and a fury, and he does not stand still when he hears the sound of a trumpet. Job 39, verse 24. Rust, if you can do it, do it. Yeah. Rust is Linda out the back translate. of the van already. He's running towards the back, towards those uh, vehicles in the back. Okay. The lockroom vehicles. All right. So you, so you, so you break out in a sprint. The the gunshot wound maybe making that sprint a little slower than normal. But you're going. That hurts, Linda. Linda, you're definitely gonna. Oh, she's. You can't hear me anymore. That that really stings. After a moment, uh, Reverend, you do see a figure running across the street into the direction on the far side of the club. Um, Linda, you get him, Rust. Linda, you're remaining in the van. Um, once Rust runs out, she takes over control of the the drone. Okay. Um, and we'll just make sure that we don't like lose it. Okay. Um, so I know you're playing Linda as like a really cool person, but you have like about a dozen of these moving yeah, spider cracks around the outdoor, like the, the drone with her out of the car Okay. <laughs> and she's going to the reverend. Okay. So you step out of the car and you're like walking towards the reverend. Um, you get about five 10 steps away and you just hear suddenly all of like the horns and the lights and stuff kind of start going off in the van and then you hear a loud crash and when you turn around every bit of glass all the mirrors everything has completely exploded and you can see all along the ground are all these little flecks of of glass little tiny little flecks of glass tiny little flecks of mirror as there's no longer any glass, there's no longer any mirrors that seem to be in place. You can even see like the, the, the side mirrors, the rear view mirror. If you kind of peek back in, everything has been just suddenly cracked. So whatever scripture it was that the Reverend Doctor like sent her, is <laughs> she's going to just start like muttering that like underneath her breath as <laughs> she's like walking towards the Reverend. Okay. Because uh, she's a very scientific mind, more, sure. like to an extent, so that's freaking her out. We'll say the two of you do not me- let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Two John fourteen verse one. As he's saying that, you run into each other, and you are uh, you know fifty yards away from the entrance to the uh, to the club. You see the silhouette of Rust running to the backside, the back alley of the, of the club. Linda, Reverend, is there anything you're doing? Um. What would it take to just call the drone like back? Uh, so the roles, I believe, are wits tech to control it. Is yes, that, it is. That, BGI, BJI Phantom has just a return to home button, though. Just saying, throwing that out there. <laughs> is that you what you have? Button is that what you have? And it comes also? back automatically. No, I don't know what she has. Home is home <laughs> is Maria, though. Just comes back there. I'm calling it to me. Actually, it's wherever you launch from. Okay. How many did I need? Uh, I think it's four to actually do something, right, Melissa? I uh, yeah, I think it's just a standard success. Yeah, standard, Ooh, standard four. I got four. Okay, uh, you do manage to control, bring it back to you. You have the drone in hand, no problem. Um, anything else to you are doing? Um, I go ahead. No, you go ahead. 
you said that they locked the front door, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I heard them lock it behind yeah. me. Yeah. Like I would say you, you probably heard the sounds of, uh, cause it's one of the, it's like a heavy, heavy metal door or actually it's double doors, I would say, but you hear like the, the latching kind of come through even with the sounds of the club kind of, you know, kind of covering it a bit, but yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely not going to be the easiest thing to get into. And it's still guarded on the outside. There's still a bouncer outside. Uh, I want to go up to the front door okay. and I'm patting down all my pockets. Okay. I left my wallet inside. Can I just run in real quick and grab it? Oof. Man kind of looks at you. Same guy you've seen before. And he says, uh, Father, why don't you come back tomorrow in the light of day? And I'm sure it'll be in the lost and found. This place probably isn't for you after dark. Oh, I understand, but it, it's got pictures of my kids in there, and I, I would just, I would hate to lose it. I know exactly where I left it. Well, why don't you tell it, me, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get one of the boys inside to, to fetch it for you. Are, are you sure it'd be faster if I just go in and grab it myself? I'll be in and out. You know me. I, I, I'm here too late already. My wife called me. She wants me home. All right, you can do your roll. Uh, it's either, I would say it's either manipulation or charisma for attribute. And I would say skill sounds like persuasion, persuasion, I would suppose. Yeah. We'll go charisma persuasion. That's eight dice. Difficulty, man, considering the situation, this is not easy. This is, this is, this is a five. This is, this is, this is very much like any extra dice. We have six of them. Trust in the Lord. Trust also in me. (laughs) Some of my dice are hard to read. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Uh, shit. I'm going to spend a willpower, and I can reroll up to three. Yes. Okay. Well, that's gonna be tough then. Eight dice with a reroll. I only got two successes. Yeah. He, he looks at you. And he says, uh, "Just." Just tell me where it's at, and I'll get one of them to fetch it. No worries. We got plenty of folks on on tonight. What's it look like? Uh, I, I understand. It's just a bifold, and I just make up something about like where it would be on a bar stool or something like that. One sec, and you, you hear him this like bang on the door, really, really hard, really loud. The door opens up. You see a fella, same guy who talked to you on the inside, leans out. He's got that breather mask on and they kind of have an exchange and he tells them and like the guy on the, on the, on the front. It, if he opens the door, <laughs> I would like to rush it. <laughs> Go reverend. Okay. Wow. That'll oh, be, I thought remember, Marie, I do crossfit. Was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do crossfit. Jeez. Uh, okay. So you're going to try to run inside past two professional mercenaries. I might be old, but you know what? I'm scrappy. (laughs) Okay. Um, Did I mention I have my cane with me? Just want to throw that out there. Okay. Difficulty of five, because there are two of them you're getting past, trying to to run past. Oh, gosh. Uh, Would that be stamina, strength, athletics, I'd assume? I I would say you can kind of, you can make your pool 
whatever makes sense. Athletics, I think, does make sense. Uh, stealth will definitely not work. So athletics is probably the skill. If you want to say dex, if you want to say strength, I don't think stamina makes sense because it's not a long okay, distance. I didn't run. know if stamina was running. I'll do strength athletics if that's okay. That's fine. Um, and Melissa, I would like to use an audience dice. Okay. <laughs> now you want to use an audience dice. While you're doing that, Lost Caravan RPG, thank you very much for the raid. We're playing okay. Hunter the Reckoning tonight. We are uh, we have been staking out, exploring a club where who knows what's happening. Currently, there is a very, very, very violent mosh pit happening on the inside. Uh, it's very, very fun. Hope you all had a had a good game tonight. All right, Stephen. You said difficulty of five. Difficulty of five. What do I get if I rolled five sevens? That's that's a success. Five. You get in. I rolled five sevens and a three. You, I, I got to get something for all five, though, right? Like, that's a flaw. Or that five of a kind? Five of a kind isn't an actual thing in poker because you can't <laughs> get five be. of a kind. Of thing. No, no, it really can't. No, I get five of a kind. I've had five aces plenty of times. You are a cheater. <laughs> oh, wait, that's true. So I'm going to go ahead and type. Let's see. Is it Steven? I have a new command yep, yep, yep. I yep. do cheat. A GM. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, Just barely five successes. It's it's probably less an issue of your strength and more that they are just shocked <laughs> at this old reverend who just suddenly, as the door opens up, I'm in my prime, busts through. The guy on the inside goes stumbling to the ground, like, what the fuck? And falls to the ground, and you hear the shout, like, Reverend, no! And you hear, like, genuine concern, actually, <laughs> on the guy who is out front shouting after you. As you disappear into the club, you are inside and it is dark and crazy and it's fine. And you see, as you run in, there is horrific, like a melee going on where the dance floor was. When you left the dance floor, they were still dancing. Kind of, It, it, it looked like a mosh pit from the 90s. Now it looks f- far worse. There's people <laughs> actively fighting one another as, you're, uh, as you run around. Well, cut. Uh, we're cut to we're cut to Russ, who is outside in the alleyway. You can see parked in the alleyway. There are now four vehicles, all of which you presume are lockroom. <laughs> uh, a couple of them are lettered. You can see they got the markings on. Others aren't. There is one guy who is on this singular door. He's standing right in front of it, arms arms crossed. He's looking. He's at his post. He's doing his thing. You can tell he's ready, and he's actively. He's not. He's not like looking at a phone. <laughs> he is actively watching. He doesn't see you yet. So you've moved to the point where, like, this is probably as close as you can get before a roll would be required. What do you want to do? Um, so I'm going to try to – so is there any way, based on the configuration, to stealth up towards him? Like to I sneak so. into, a, into a blind spot and, and get close to him? It's an alley between the the club and some old, you know, industrial building that doesn't seem to have any real mm-hmm. purpose currently. And there are plenty of these these – large like suvs parked in here so you can kind of try to sneak around hide between so i think stealthing is certainly possible okay so i've got a i've got the specialty ambush from stealth okay uh so let me give you a difficulty here let me see rules okay no extra successes uh i'm just gonna call this challenging so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a requirement of four so uh what is it like composure stealth or dexterity stealth uh, I'll take either of those. Uh, to be honest, I think you can okay. make the case for composure if you wanted. Uh, okay, yeah, because he's 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 you know he he's played the homeless stalking game before because that's how he hunts normally after mm-hmm. ghouls and things. So 
he's, he's just, you know, trying to be that seen but unseen guy and slowly sneak up on the guy. Um, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to put him down hard and fast, you sure. know, the, the pommel of the knife to the base of the skull strike. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, six dice. Eight, six, six, ten, ten, two. So four, five, six, seven successes. And a crit in there. You said ten, ten, yep. right? Yep. So yep. seven total successes with a crit. Difficulty was four. You're using a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the weapons thing up a second ago. Uh, that is, so the knife should be, I think that that's the bad damage, right? That's the that's the good stuff. That's aggravated, yeah. yeah. And the knife, let's see what we got. I can't remember what we said for this. I think it was two, but. I know that a baton, a club, or a tire iron is two. I think that's fine. We'll, a switchblade is two. So yeah, we'll call it. We'll call it two. So you've got a. I'm sorry. You said it was seven successes. Seven successes. Seven yes. successes. Difficulty of four. So that's three damage from the differential plus two from your weapon. Five total damage as you come up behind this guy. You're sneaking up quietly, and just when it looks like you might. Like his head is turning in your direction. Like you, 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 you make a step, and there's like some gravel on the ground, and you see his head look in your direction. He doesn't see you right away, but then you hear suddenly something, Kyote. So you hear something crack, and his head kind of whips around. He's like, "What the?" You see him take a couple steps away from the door, and he's like peering at like a car window. You take that moment to sneak around. You just. Right behind, stab right in the neck. <laughs> he kind of grabs the. He grabs like he he grabs the car. You can see he just sort of falls down. There's a little swipe of blood. You see this crack, this impact point of something. You don't even see what impacted it, and you see all these different cracks kind of coming out from it. And you can see that from the, the there's there's a there's a basic light over top of the door. It's causing this little reflection in the light. And you can see once more you're having that weird kind of delay mm-hmm. on that reflection between yourself and your reflection in the window. And then it kind of eventually sinks. But you realize the guy's down on the ground, blood on the window. He's got him. He's got him. He's, he whispers in his ear, you serve the darkness. I don't care what the reflections say. I don't. And he falls. And you can see him. He kind of He kind of shudders. And he's out. Door is unguarded. I take his gun. Yeah. He's got a gun. He's got a bag. And his respirator. Got a respirator. Yep. Yeah, you would have heard about Rest it. Rest doesn't one. need more guns. <laughs> he's a better, this is a better gun. Okay. <laughs> and he moves in the back door. And you go inside. No problem. And you can see hallways and things like that. You're, you're in the, we know meta-wise, you're in the same basic area now as, as Alvin and Maria. So let's cut back to Alvin and Maria then. So last we saw, Alvin... You were in the club. You saw this craziness happening. What would you do at that point? I can't stop it myself, so I'll just go back into the, okay. the halls here. Okay, so you go back into the halls, and from our our perspective, we see Alvin go in the door. The door closes, and within seconds, we hear a commotion kind of come from the front door, and we see this old man burst into the front door of the club. <laughs> And this wonderfully comedic timing is you guys are just just off. Okay. We're the Keystone Cops. Yeah. <laughs> Alvin, you're you can easily find Maria. Uh you find her in front of a door, manager's office, it seems like. It's a big heavy metal door. Uh it is locked. Uh so uh 
Too Old in Chat actually uh, made a good suggestion. Um, Maria wants to go back to the guard's body and see if there are keys. Yeah, you go back, you scramble around, and you do find uh, in this small little, uh, kind of this small little, like, belt pocket he's got attached to it. You open that up, and there is a, there's a, there's a little ring of keys. There's a handful of keys in there, like mechanical go back keys. back to the manager's door. Okay. Go back to the manager's door. Door opens up. You can see in front of you. It's uh, very neat, very tidy. It's not well decorated in any particular way. It's very, it's very sort of stark. Um, but you can see there's very clear filing cabinet shelves. Uh, there's no excess anywhere as you're looking around. Like you don't see like anything on the wall that shouldn't be there. There's no real sense of like oh, there's all these different cal- and there's not like calendars on the wall or posters on the wall mm-hmm. or anything like that. Everything seems to kind of have a place. It's very neat, very tidy, very fastidious. You see the desk in the middle of the room. You can see it has one of the, it's one of those offices where you come in and you can look at the person who's there. Uh, there is a what looks like a series of uh, of small windows, but they're not like openable windows. They're just probably for light to kind of get let in. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and they like you can't look out them, but they're really just at the very top of the walls. Which, and there is a there is a computer set up as well. What do you want to do? Uh, Maria is just gonna quickly try to go to the filing cabinets and just she's looking for anything that looks familiar, any you know names of things that we've kind of come across in our investigation. Okay, um, Alvin, anything you're doing in here? Just yeah, pretty much the same. Just seeing what information I can get out of. Okay, being in here. Uh, both of you can, uh, I will say, we can do this, um, you can either roll separately or you can kind of assist one another or something like that. We could do an investigation test and you can just kind of find what you find. Do you have a preference? Uh, I've got three investigation. I have two. So okay. I can and assist. Paired with intelligence? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I would say, I'd say wits problem well no because you know what you're looking for yeah I'll, I'll take intelligence that's fine okay and so i'll get one dice yeah you gain an extra d10 for alvin from alvin and i'll take one that we've got just to make sure we get something out of this so i'm investigating with lots of Oops, i dropped a dice Three successes with all of that. Okay. No, sorry. Sorry. No, it's two tens. So it is one, Mm. two, three, five successes. Okay. Uh, So if you're looking around for stuff that you would know, you said, right? You're looking, you're going through filing cabinets, et cetera. Um, Okay. You would. Hmm. I mean, mostly what you're finding if you're going through filing cabinets seems to correspond to what looks to be very mundane old orders, tax documents, uh, what looks like uh, various uh, various packets for previous performers and things like that. Um, Anything on like ownership of the building? Or? Sure, you can find that. Uh, I would say you would find the the current owner uh, is is named Chris with a K K R I S Demata. Seems to be on the on the uh, uh, on the place. Um, 
you don't see like Wendell Drebin's names not popping up anywhere. You don't see that showing up in any paperwork anywhere here or there. Um, any bank information for like financing for? Yeah, yeah. You recognize the bank too. Your sister works for it. Yeah. Which is what's it called, by the way? Uh, Southwest Savings Loan. Southwest Savings and Loan. Okay. Very. <laughs> very. <laughs> you gotta come up with noodle acronyms. Yeah. Southwest <laughs> Savings and Loan. Okay. Southwest. Okay. It's very. Okay. Very, very World of Darkness flavored bank there. <laughs> Southwest <laughs> Savings and Loan. <laughs> we can always. We'll workshop that if, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll workshop that one. Uh, but it sure. definitely fits the area, though. That's true. But Southwest Savings and Loan is not necessarily the bank that I would expect various <laughs> World of Darkness people to be. That's how they go undercover. With. Hey, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, but no, you definitely recognize the bank. Okay. Ah. Uh. Uh, you would also find probably on the on uh, account you find find a calendar specifically of like performers and stuff like that. And you can see that DJ Fire is uh, is kind of blocked out for a good two week stretch. Uh, you also find uh, information contact information for DJ Fire. Uh, it's, it's a woman by the name of Zadie Amoako. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's all you would get. You only get you got five successes. You're just going through the the works. Yeah, there's really nothing else here that really would probably pop out too much. Um, do you have? Let's see, what's your skill in like finance? Do you have any skill in finance? I do. I have one. Okay, I'll tell you this. With finance, I would say looking at some of their some of the records, uh, again, you're doing this kind of on the fly fairly quickly. Something's not adding up. The math doesn't seem to be right. It's like like what what's coming in uh, over the table, you know, on the table uh, relative to like the cost. Like something doesn't seem right about it. Like you're not a friend, you know, you're not a forensic accountant, but like you've you've you know your your sister is. You've heard enough this and that, like you, you're getting the sense that there's some kind of finagling with the books here, specifically mm-hmm. while you're not sure you, you do find a ledger that that doesn't quite make sense. It seems to be written in some kind of code. There's something coming in that's in addition to sort of just basic sales kind of like, like there's very clear like concession sales from bars. There's very clear like uh, sales to get in, like, like, you know, the price to stamp to get in all that kind of stuff. But there's like this other column that's coming in that seems to be marked and you're not sure exactly what that is. Can I snap some pics on my phone? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, so while that's happening, uh, and we already talked with Rust, uh, Reverend Wood, let's jump back to you for a second. You stumbled into this place. <laughs> you just ran past, you just ran past the guards. You look around really quickly and you see the, this is the, the 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 club floor has turned into this this crazy melee with dozens and dozens of people. There's got to be at least fifty people, uh, all young, just beating the living shit out of one another. 
and some there's bodies on the ground. Some of them are still kind of moving and writhing. You see others are still standing. You can see that the the DJ is still going. DJ Fire is still going. The Phoenix is still kind of kind of flickering. Everything else in terms of just your basic club, you know, atmosphere is still kind of going. What would you like to do? So I've already done a little bit of recon about the club. Sure. Would it be fair to say that I've seen where a fire alarm would be? Yeah, I mean, pretty standard fire alarm locations would be by doors, right? I'm going to run towards one. Okay, you're probably not going to While run. yelling. Okay. You're not going to run back to the one you just came through, I would imagine, as there's, you could hear them shouting after yeah. you. Yeah. The next closest one. The second closest fire alarm. Okay. Uh, high or low? Give me a high or low. Uh, always go low. See, I always go high. That's interesting. Well, I did roll a one, so... Um, the closest door you are to is one that is currently unguarded. We know that that is the door that Alvin and Maria went down. Reverend would not know that, but it's unguarded. And you run right up towards it. There is a fire alarm. You pull- While I'm running through the crowd, I want to be just yelling, the multitudes who sleep in the dust of the <laughs> earth will awake. Daniel 12, verse 2. You run over. You pull on the damn fire alarm. And it goes off. You see lights start flickering here and there. You hear the sounds of this crazy alarm. No effect whatsoever on those dancing and fighting within the club. But you do see there is an effect, however, with both the DJ. You hear a sudden scratch, and they kind of look over in your direction. And they look around a bit and then eventually settle in your direction. You see that there are now, as you look up, you can see there are the, the guys that you like pushed past to get in. The one has gotten up off the ground and is now chasing after you. You also can see up on the uh, the balcony floor, the VIP floor, there is that that woman and that that sort of beautiful, like very professional, but also stylish kind of reddish business suit, power suit, is now leaning on the railing. Her hair is sort of this this wonderful dyed gray pompadour. And she's kind of looking, looking down, peering around. And then her eyes suddenly fix on you. And I you... want to lock eyes with her. And I'm going to yell out again. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. Revelation 12, verse 7. You watch in inhuman, inhuman speed as she leaps off the balcony you see her disappear for a minute this is all happening she's i'm activating one of her abilities she lands on the ground and rushes in human speed all the way across the 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 sort of the this dance floor kind of just creating this this sort of red sea moment where she just pushes through it in your direction She's not gonna be able to do anything on this turn, but she's using. I'm using her. The Red Sea. I I love the reference. Yeah, she's the she's the master vampire from Sunset, isn't she? That's who I thought she was. (laughs) I didn't think so at first, but now I'm wondering. Uh, Who knows? You rush through. Definitely one of our missions. (laughs) Okay, what do you do, Reverend? She's coming for you at extraordinary speed. Trust in the Lord. I uh, I grab my cane and I just twist the handle and yank it out. Oh God! Uh, so I have my sword. <laughs> Do you stand your ground? 
I love it. <laughs> I'm going to run towards uh, Bodyguard. Uh, Alvin and Maria are near here. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's not going to go well, but yeah. Reverend no. might die this session. So where are you running? Forward, sir. You're gonna run. You're gonna charge. Her. You're gonna charge in. Okay, you charge towards her. Okay, you charge in. We're gonna do one round, and then we're gonna cut to somebody else. You charge in towards her. Are you gonna attack her? Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll strength melee because you're using your weapon. Using yes, that. Ashley. Ashley has it right. <laughs> Ashley's face has it right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll give you your difficulty one second. Oh God. <laughs> oh, Reverend. It was nice to know you. Oh goodness. It's uh, been fun, y'all. <laughs> Okay, uh, it's a difficulty. It's actually only five. Only five. That's not bad. It's okay, really not. so uh, not bad. strength then. Um, strength melee. Because you're using your weapon. And my specialty is swords. So that would be seven for me, I believe. Okay. Would you like extras? We have. I'll take an audience die. Thank you. Four. Yes. And we have three. Uh, okay, so, um, and again, I'm yelling as I'm rushing towards her. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Matthew 10, verse 34. <laughs> um, okay, that's not bad. Uh, strength, difficulty five, you said? Difficulty five, yeah. If I roll higher, do I get more damage? Is that how that works? Yeah, differential. I'm going to spend the willpower to re-roll, but I did get five already. Okay, so go ahead and spend the willpower. Roll. Nothing. Okay, so you did five. Uh, do you know the damage on your weapon? No, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, so you're using a sword, basically. It's not a broadsword. That's too much. Um, it's a lightweight sword, yeah. I would More s- like a fencing sword. I would put... We'll, we'll put it... We'll put it at the two level. We'll say two. So we'll give you a plus two equivalent to a knife or something like that. Um, Okay. So you lunge out. And I think the reason why it's easy, why why you're able to hit her, is because she was actually surprised that you charged in at her. And you, without a whole lot of difficulty, like you, you almost use her speed against her as you just thrust thrust the sword cane out, right? And you feel it just stab right into her belly. And she looks down at it. And she looks up at you. Did is, I mention it's a silver sword? That's fine. So in that, okay. in that okay. case, in that case, she looks down at it. And then she looks up at you. And she smiles. We're going to cut for a second. Uh, yep, yep, yep. To Linda... You're outside. You got the drone. You don't know what's going on on the inside. She has no idea. You have no idea. You just heard the car explode behind you, basically, blowing out all of the glass and the mirrors. You know 
you know that the Revan just ran inside. Yeah. You know that Quixote went around the back. You know that Alvin and Maria are still inside. What would you do, Linda? Um, I think she'd get away from the creepy fucking van. <laughs> um, so she'd start heading towards the back because she's already been back there once mm-hmm. uh, just to see like what's going on with Rust back there. Okay. Okay. You step around behind and you can see that there's a row of these vehicles. You hear the sounds, like the music is so loud. You hear the, there's something underneath it. You can't, you can't it's, it sounds different. Um, it's like a bell almost kind of going off underneath it. But as you're, as you're kind of slowly walking down the, this alleyway, you realize that the, it's dark. Like the light over top of the door that you've seen before uh-huh. is completely dark. And you hear something. Like, you can't really see anything. There's no lights. Everything's dark. But you hear... This kind of strange, kind of dragging, kind of sucking sound happening. Um, can I, like... What would call for, like, a stealth check? It'd be stealth, and then probably either dex or composure. Uh, I think we, we established this rust at works. Okay. <laughs> Australis, <laughs> if I could get Duel of the Fates, I would get Duel of the Fates. It'd be a very quick song. Uh, <laughs> I think I it's only gonna have like a minute and fifty seconds or something. Uh, a crit success. Two tens. What's the total? Four. Four successes? Okay. You're slowly moving. You hear this weird sound. You get within about We'll say fifteen feet of the door. You bypass, let's say, two of the the the, the SUVs back here. Uh-huh. You see that they've been damaged. Like you can see, like there's like these kind of cracks or something. And as you get like within about fifteen feet, the light flickers, and that's when you see laying on the ground a body. You can see okay. these legs, kind of there. But then there's like something on top of it that like your head kind of turns as it doesn't kind of make sense. You see what looks like it's, like, it's kind of reflective almost as the light flickers on, but at the same time, it like casts this very strange shadow. And it looks like this almost like crystalline creature that's just standing on top or like like kind of squatting on top of this body and you see the body kind of shake and as you hear <laughs> as you take a couple steps the light flickers uh-huh. you take a step the gravel shifts underneath your feet and you see what you think is a head suddenly look up at you and it's just like half shadow half glass but you see these two bright kind of yellow orange eyes staring up at you. Go ahead, if you could please. Roll a <laughs> roll a composure resolve. Okay. Linda's got her own problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Two, three, four. I got four successes. Okay. 
<laughs> Do you want to burn any willpower? I'm giving you a willpower moment. Four wasn't enough for the stealth either, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> yes, I would like to burn a willpower. Okay. And I got three more successes. Okay. Three more successes will be enough, actually. Uh, so you're able to keep your composure about you. But you see this 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 creature... <laughs> This figure look up at you, and you can see like it's it's got a head like a like a humanoid head. It's 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 jaw is just dripping blood and guts, and you can see that's that it's disgusting. coming from this thing, this guy laying on the ground. And as you're as it's kind of staring at you with these beady yellow orange eyes, uh-huh. you hear it just its its mouth opens a little bit longer than it should. <gasps> And you hear like the cracking of glass as it does so, and then you realize it's not coming from the from from the cars. It's coming from the yeah. jaw opening, and then one arm comes out onto the ground, and then another, and then you see kind of folding up from behind it a third, and then another, and then another. As you see, just more arms and legs than they should have, and it starts to slowly kind of crunch along the ground in your direction. What do you want to do, Linda? It's coming towards you. Yeah, Linda's fucking... She's going to run to the front. Okay, so... Where the locker room guard is. You got the fuck out of this alley? Okay, so you just run out of this alley, and you hear (laughs) the sounds of, like, this this crackling screech behind you. And as you run out into into the, the alley... Out of the alley, excuse me, onto the street... You hear the sounds of, of, of like something on the gravel out back here chasing you, chasing you, chasing you. But you burst out into the street. You run towards the front. You're looking for the guard. The door, like, there they are. They're kind of there. He's, he's got the door kind of open, looking inside, looking inside, looking inside. There's, a hand, there's like a handful of people still in line who are still kind of waiting to get in, even though no one's been let in for a while. You look back uh-huh. over your shoulder. You're not being followed. Okay. Okay. So, uh, oh. You want to do? So I think, yeah, Linda would be a little bit mind fucked. Okay. Um, and but she, I would like to, she'll start heading back towards the alleyway, and I want to do. Wait, 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 wait. Are you going back, or are you running away? Oh no! You just said you (laughs) left. I don't want you to say you left, and now you're going right back. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, because I need to be within like a close enough vicinity. So maybe she'll just do it right there. Um, I want to do sense the unnatural because I can sense vampires. Okay. And um, because I have the uh, creature specialization. So she'd like to sense to see if she can, if that creature was like a vampire. Okay. Solomon had the same ability. (laughs) Okay. So... (laughs) You're getting two. Di- you're getting a bonus two dice to sense a specific type of creature. What's the roll? Yeah. What's your edge so edge pool for that? I would be rolling um, wits in science. Okay, roll wits in science. Um, roll it. Roll it normal, and then roll it with it's a plus difficulty two. Difficulty is somewhere between three to five, depending on the type of creature. Yeah, I got the difficulty. Don't worry about it. Just okay. roll roll normal without the plus two, and then and let me know what that total and is, then, and then roll another two and let me know what the total is with the plus two. Okay, cool. So, uh, wits. I said wits and science. Okay, so five. Yeah. Uh, so I rolled my first three, and that's two successes. I got four successes. 
Okay. And then now I'll do my other two. Yeah. And I got two more successes. Okay. You sense the presence of vampires actually coming from inside the club. Whatever that thing was down the alleyway. Was not a vampire. At least you're not feeling it. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to cut then. Oh, shit. To inside. Alvin, Maria, you're, you're looking around. You, hear, you suddenly hear footsteps. You look up out the door and you see in the hallway underneath like this flickering emergency light. You see Kyoti Rust with a gun in one hand, knife in the other, blood dripping down from it. He's standing in the hallway just about 10 feet from you. The three of you can see each other. What the hell are you doing, Rust? All hell's breaking loose. We got to get out of here. The Reverend sent me in to cause a distraction. What the hell did the Reverend send? Is the Reverend in here? I, he was out front the last time I saw him with Linda. All I know is Drebin is in here. And all hell is breaking loose out there on that dance floor. You got to be wearing a respirator or you're going to go crazy like everybody else on these goddamn drugs. We've got to get out. But he took me in to make a distraction. So you guys go out that way. There's a dead body out there, but you can ignore that. I'll go in and cause a distraction and be right behind you. A distraction? Who are you distracting? The guards, so they don't follow us. I guess if you're already here, I don't need to worry about that. Let's just get the hell out of here. That sounds good. Maybe we just like start a fire in here and then go out the back door? We don't even need to start a fire. Let's just, there's nobody on the back door anymore. I killed him. I would say you guys, by the way, in here with the, with the with the music muted a little bit through the cinder block walls, you do hear the emergency, the fire alarm going off. Actually, it starts go, it started going off moment you know, a few moments ago. That was not me. I did not start fire to this building. It wasn't us I either. was going to drive a van through the door, but I didn't have to. So you don't drive my van through buildings. That is not no, a thing we do. Yeah. No, no, no! Not your van. I was gonna take. I was gonna take the uh, the the Medcore van and drive oh, that that's through. Fine. Screw them! I'd never hurt your van. Alvin, you ready to go? All right, Kyoto, get us out of here. All right, so Kyoto turns around. He goes back out the way we came. Okay, so we're we're playing. Oh we're, shit! We're playing fast and loose with with uh, with time. Okay, <laughs> we don't know you're in here. So we're going to say it's whatever fair. happened it's with fair. Linda uh, has already happened. So you step outside the door. And Kyote, you stab this thing. You stab this guy in the back of the neck, right? Mm-hmm. Very clear. You left him on the ground. There is a kind of a crack in the, in the, in the window uh, of one of, the, of, one of the, uh, the SUVs back here that kind of distracted him. Something you don't even know how that happened. As the three of you step out, you notice a few things. First of all, the light is flickering above you. You don't remember that. Secondly, you notice that there is not a single intact window or ref- like mirror out here as there's just all along the ground mixed into the gravel are all these little tiny flakes of glass and flakes of mirror. The next thing you notice is that this thing, this guy that you killed, his torso has effectively been just ripped and caved through like you can see some it's like someone has been gnawing directly through it his face is kind of his chin is kind of gone his neck is sort of ripped out his chest is kind of ripped out and you can see it's just this this jagged explosion of bone and viscera laying on the ground uh it's pretty gross looking uh so why don't we say composure resolve pretty simple to keep your cool here 
Uh, Composer Resolve, I'll just keep this moderate. You guys are hunters. But it's pretty horrific to look at. Do you have a couple extras if anybody wants? I'm good. I'm good. I got six successes. You're totally fine. I mean, I would say you're probably confused to some degree over what happened, but uh, you're keeping it together just from the horrific sight. Maria, Alvin, I didn't do that. I just... I just severed his cer- cervical spine with one quick jab to the back. And I also didn't break all these windows. That wasn't me. Yeah, I believe you. I don't think you could do that in your current state. Not not, not easily. I would take some time. And, and I was coming in to get you. I wouldn't waste time tearing a person apart like this. Well, if it wasn't you, then something's out here. Well, I keep telling you there's some shit going on down here. Well, let's go. Let's go get the Reverend and Linda and get the hell out of here. I think we got enough evidence for one night. Uh, Maria got three successes. Okay, that's that's enough. That's fine. You're keeping it together. It's gross. It's you feel tiny little. Oh God, uh, but you keep it together. Alvin, I also got three. Okay, so all three of you are okay. You do see that there's like in the gravel and in the like the flakes of glass and stuff that are on the ground. You can see that there's tracks kind of coming and going. You don't. And like little flicks of blood here and there, but you don't really see anything. But if you're just running, you run out of the alleyway, you get out into the street, you look around. You can see there's Linda. She's like, you can see her kind of lingering out in front of the club, not by the front door necessarily. She's got your drone in one hand, Maria, and she's got like your tab in the other. She looks a little, little off. Like she's just sort of like looking around. And I would say at one point, Linda, maybe you're like when you're sensing kind of jumpy. Yeah. Yeah. And so you guys will watch her because like she to be able to like sense the unnatural, she has to like uh, she has to expose her blood. So she kind of just did like a quick cut on her palm. So her palms bleeding really heavily as she's like got your tablet tucked in and she's kind of like pointing her palm around like that's what she's using to sense the the unnatural and so she looks like a total wacko you guys have no idea what she's doing (laughs) and because only really the reverend knows and then she sees you guys come from that alleyway and she's like whoa whoa, what the fuck Did, did you see it Body, Listen, yeah. I did. I did not do that to that guy's body. I I keep. T- I told Maria and Alvin. No, 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 I just no, 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 one no. quick slice in, and no. I, I'm. A, I know what I'm doing. Uh, that's that's. And she like lowers her voice when you guys get closer. That's that's not what I saw back there. It was some like glass. Like he had he had multiple arms, and like he was running after me. I thought I was gonna die, and it wasn't. Even, it wasn't even a vampire. I don't even know what it was. There's vampires inside the building. Where's the Reverend? What what do you mean? Where's the Reverend? He was with you the last time I saw him. He followed you. Nobody came in behind me. Oh my god. We have to go back inside. We have to get the Reverend. Is he inside? We just left inside. There's vampires in there. Russ just takes off running back across towards the front door now. (laughs) Okay. He's like, all right, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We will cut now. To the Reverend, who last we saw had just stuck this vampire woman in the belly through her beautiful suit. She looked down at you, you looked up, and she smiled. And as you're as she's smiling, you can see her lips start to peel back just a little bit, and you can see the fangs are very clear. And she says to you, 
You seem to come to the wrong place at the very right time. And you can see she's kind of like lunging at you now. So she's going to try. You can tell she's trying to kind of grapple you as vampires might do. Uh, what would you like to do now, Reverend? Does I would like count? to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dodge. Uh, go boneless and just duck. So she jumps over. Uh Reverend is a table. Uh, any of these would work. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she is going to attempt, basically, uh, she's going to do a combat roll. So you have a couple things. Um, instead of fighting back, if you don't want to fight back, you can do dex plus athletics she, to try to dodge. She can keep that sword for all I care. Okay. Um, so do you want to roll I'll dex? Buy another. So you want to roll dex athletics to try to dodge away from her? Is that is that, am I understanding that correctly? I give her... Like, with my hand on the sword, just turn that into a shove to push her away? Uh, if you're going to do that, it's going to be uh, brawl strength. I'll take brawl strength if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I do... Uh, the, the, it's going to be more difficult this time, uh, as you're not catching uh, her by surprise. Okay. okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be, like... You could just say it's not. <laughs> that I is mean, in your power. She's a weakling. It's you it's know. it's going to For be a vampire. She's a pushover. It's going to be a little bit more difficult. Oh boy. We have three left. Would you like one? What is, it, what is the danger I'm level? I'm gonna at? need one. Oh god, Stephen. 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 I'm not gonna need one. I won't be able to pass anyways. Difficulty is six. It's just one more. I have five dice, so um, I yeah. guess I will take an audience die and hope that I get all six successes. Get okay, buddy. Get some crits. What are the odds? What are the odds? Okay, I'll spend a willpower and re-roll. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I Got only this. need to re-roll two, though, so that's good. All right. Any uh, ten so far? Uh, that is five successes, not six. Oh. She lunges out. You can feel your arm just kind of get bent strangely as like you try to shove her away, but she's just, despite her slender frame, is more powerful than you. And you can feel your arm bend awkwardly as she whips around you and she kind of pins your arm behind your back and you can feel your shoulder almost pop out of its place and then her head gets very very close to your neck a position that few people ever get that close to your wife Sarah maybe images of that kind of flash through your mind briefly as you can feel you can feel like her right next to you it's cool right it's this cool feeling something seductive about it so what she's going to attempt to do is she's going to attempt to bite you. Jeff, I would never be tempted outside of my relationship. <laughs> okay. So, oh, goodness. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So what did you roll again? Five successes. Okay. So, And I am, again, yelling out. Uh, go ahead and narrate first, but I do have a verse ready. Yeah, so she 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 bends your arm beneath her. She gets her she gets 
she gets her mouth very close to your neck. She whispers, she whispers something to you. I haven't tasted a holy man in a very long time. And then you feel the puncture in your neck. Painful, but also feels strangely good at the same time. Take two aggravated health damage. You've just been bitten by a vampire. To struggle free, which you can you can try to do this turn, requires an expenditure of a willpower point because you are to to pre- prevent you from yielding to the seductive effect of a vampire's feeding, as she is now definitely going to do that feeding on her. So spend a willpower point, and then you can roll a test to try to break free from her. And it's she only going to be bites five my this time. neck, and I I don't yell this time. But I try to turn and look at her as best I can. You can you can just barely see the tip of her kind of slender but pronounced nose, the paleness of her skin. She has a, a very elaborate eye makeup on, but you can't see the full fullness of her face. When the wicked came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Psalm 27, verse 2. And I... Could I use my hand that's, like, still on my sword and just try to wrench that to, like... Not really attack her with it, but use that, like, the discomfort to kind of push her away? Uh, I, I don't sure. care if it's a melee or a brawl. In the fiction, we but, said we said the, the sword's still in there. I'll give you a bonus die for it. How about that? And so you can still roll your melee... Uh, you can still roll brawl. Uh, whichever one is better for you is fine to roll. I don't care. Melee is better for me, but roll it, it's whatever it is. Roll a melee. I, I don't really want to do sword. damage to her. Yeah, you're. Just, I just want to push away. You're just yeah. doing so this. So strength melee. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And uh, you said I get a bonus. Stuff? I'll give you. I'll give you. Well, how about this? We'll do. I'll lower the. I'll I get a specialty the for the sword, anyways. So I'll lower the difficulty by one. I'll lower the difficulty by one. There's two extras left. I'll give you a. It would normally be five, but it'll. We'll call this a difficulty of four on this one. Okay, uh, and I got six dice here. I'm going to take another audience die, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to Too Old to Twitch, because this is, yeah. <laughs> this is dangerous for you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I'm re-rolling uh, with another willpower. So this is pushing me up to five. Uh, I'm maxing out my willpower here. I got a crit. Yay. And uh, so that's 10, 10, 7, 6. So six successes? 10, 10, 7, 6, six successes. Okay, so you manage to, with your other arm, push the, the hilt of the sword, which causes a momentary sense of like awkwardness on her part as well, and that manages to break the grapple, and she stumble, stumbles back, and you're you are now free from this grapple. Um. Okay. Well, I'm out of danger then. There, there's no problem. <laughs> all better. Can you Eat up that risotto, Alvin. Run. We're all good. Okay. Run. At the front, we're going to cut back to the front of the uh, of the of the club. Uh, and Rust, you were going towards the front door. There is a bouncer there. We're going the way we came. Going back the way you came. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. So I'm running back around to the door we just came through. Okay. 
you start running back the way you came. You go past the, you know, the, the different... Is everyone going, all four of you? Yeah, we're going to have yeah. all okay. Reverend, if he's still inside. So you run back in, and door opens up. There's a handful... Of, like, if you recall, there were, there's basically... Think of it like an H. There's like an H back here, okay? Or, or like a capital, you know, like a capital rounded A in terms of the hallways with like each each leg of the H leading back to one side of the stage. You hear the sounds of echoing footsteps on the halls. Like like the the you can hear like the muted distant sound of the the music and the screaming from from the the normal floor coupled with the emergency uh, alarm going off, the fire alarm, and you can hear what sounds like like hustling footsteps. Like someone's running, like not just someone, but a couple of people are running. What do you guys want to do? Tor- towards us or away from us? Towards you. It's getting louder. This is war now. Russ has got a, got got the stolen gun out, and he's ready, if necessary. I'll wait around the corner, see who comes up. Okay. Uh, so, so Alvin, you're kind of gonna stealth and hide. Kyoto, you're just you're just ready with a gun. You're gonna fire yeah, the first thing you he's see. He's coming around. Or? He's aiming. He's ready. Well, he's. If if it's a locker room security agent, he's gonna put right. it down. Yeah, yeah. Anything that anything that looks vaguely, you know, mm-hmm. okay. Maria and Linda, what about you two? Uh, Linda's ready behind Alvin. Okay. Uh, Maria will be uh, gun out with Rust. Okay, so Maria and in Kyoto, you're gonna as long as it looks like an enemy, you're gonna fire right off yep. the bat. Yep. Yeah. See inside on. Okay, Alvin and Linda, you're hiding more, and you're gonna try to do like a like an ambush or something if, yeah. if necessary. Yeah. Okay. So the, two, so the four of you kind of set up your positions. Maria, Kyote, you're in the middle of the hallway, right where an intersection where you can hear them coming and they're about to turn the corner. Alvin and Linda, you are both hiding inside of the door of one of these storage places. You get the door slightly ajar. You're ready to pop out, you know, when, when the time comes. Maria and Kyote, you see running around, you can see there's two of these, these heavy heavyset, muscular-looking locker room agents that are running. There's a whole group of them because it looks like they're running and trying to get Wendell Drebin out of here. As you can see that there are six of these guards that are protecting the president who's at the middle. Have they seen us yet? Once they turn that corner, they will see you. You are in the middle of the hallway. (laughs) But you guys were ready, so you will get to shoot. No problem. So they run and they (sighs) see you. There are two guys out in front. Uh, you can either choose to shoot the same one. You can choose to shoot different ones. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm going to point out one of them. And Russ can either shoot the same one or not. Uh, now I'll, I'll shoot for a separate, a separate one. Okay. So we'll try to, try to take the two down in the front. Absolutely. Okay. So you're doing, this, you're doing this from ambush. I will lower the difficulty. Uh, the difficulty. They are, while, while they are prepared for a situation they're not prepared that there's two there's two people in the hallway ready to shoot them so like uh we'll call this um where did i put them so and they won't get a shot back so this is just gonna be like they're not gonna like they have guns ready but they're not gonna fire back so i won't make this a contested shot back i'm just gonna make this do they do they manage to to dodge or or maybe not even dodge or even take it um We'll call this a difficulty of three. Got four. Okay. Uh, six, seven, nine, six, four. 
Okay, so four. Both of you have four. You're both shooting with uh, uh, pistols. Um, you're um, you, what? You're what using one of theirs. Weapon? Theirs is yep. plus three. So they have a nine millimeter pistol with a plus three. Uh, Maria, you still got your normal light pistol. Mm-hmm. That's a two. Okay. So Maria, you do a total of three damage. Uh, all, all aggravated. Uh, they are wearing this, this ballistic cloth. Kyoti, you do a total of um, of four damage. Same thing. And you fire two different ones. And they <laughs> and you can see they take a couple hits. Neither one goes down. But you can see they kind of stumble backwards. And that causes like this whole parade to sort of stumble back. But you hear them suddenly shouting out, like, commands, guns are being drawn. Kyoti yells out, Phoenix PD, put your guns down. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone starts laughing and we hug it out. Um, Alvin, Linda, I'll say if you want at this point, they're stumbling back. Do you want to jump out and get in in the mix of this? Yeah, I'm going to hop out. Okay. Just ambush from behind. Okay. Uh, um, Okay. I wanted to, uh, like, use my free specialty uh, of weapons mything for crafting to see if there's like uh, uh, any like chemicals in there that I can make like a quick uh, like caustic bomb okay closet. so this is uh, is this was this was this it's not ordinance ordinance is the perk what's the name of the edge uh, no, so this is just, uh, I have a specialty in weaponsmithing. Oh, okay, so you wanted to see if you can put some, like, weird bomb together. Sure. Um, yeah. Let's do... Because uh, s- my ordinance, I would have had to do it at the start of the scene. Yeah, let's do uh, probably craft wits. I think makes sense, right? Yeah. And we could say you're in you're, you're in some kind of cleaning... We'll say it's a cleaning supply closet. And Alvin, you're going to stumble out. You're going to go after one of the two uh, that that just got shot. Go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, I think for you it's brawl melee since you don't use weapons, right? Yeah, that's right. All right, go ahead. Uh, and Linda, how did you do on yours? I your got craft? four successes. Okay, so we'll say you have. Well, you can. I'll say you can have a choice between something that you can kind of put over someone's face and maybe like you could do like a melee or something like that and try to get that down there. Or you can just kind of throw like some sort of sort of stink bomb. I don't know anything about improvised weapons. I'm a, I'm an English teacher. I kind of just, I wanted something like flammable chemicals that I can throw down. Yeah. I think that's fine. I want to light them on fire. Okay. So you want to, you want to do like a, you're trying to do like a Molotov or something? Kind of like a Molotov. Yeah. We'll say you do that. Yeah. You have, you got that ready and you just want to throw it in kind of in the middle. Of them, yeah. Okay, so you just chuck this out, and in like the, in the middle of this intersection where they just curved around, there's this this fire explosion, uh, and you can see a couple of them kind of get singed here and there. You hear some screams and pain. Um, it's not going to be enough to kill anybody, but I'm, but it definitely is uh, definitely is going to cause an issue. Hopefully, they just turn around and run away. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of kind of the goal. Yeah, Alvin. Four. Alvin, uh, four. I'm gonna keep the difficulty of three. Was totally fine. Um, so that's one point of damage. Do you do anything else on top of that? Uh, no, that's all I got. Okay, so it was. So if I. So we'll say just to keep this interesting. Let's say you go after the one that Rust shot, and that'll take Rust's ones down. And so one guy has fallen to the ground. Maria's is still up. Linda, you just threw a Molotov into the middle. Remember, there are six of these guys surrounding Wendell Drebin. Protect the president. 
And you do hear the sounds of like kind of orders and commands. Uh, seems very, they're not panicking. There's no panic. You can see they're kind of professionals. Shifting. They're totally professionals here. They're evil professionals, but they're professionals, damn it. And you see a few of them, you can say half of them are going to take Wendell Drebin and start going back the other way. Three of them, including the one that you downed, including the one that Maria shot, are going to remain. Let's cut to Reverend. So we have fights going off in different places. Reverend. It's okay. We don't have to. We can resolve no, no, no. everything else. <laughs> Reverend, no, seriously, it's fine. Reverend, I need you to make uh, I need you to make a roll for me here. Uh, oh, God. I need you to... Oh, jeez. I don't even think the difficulty level goes that high. Um, go ahead and roll Composure plus Wits. Uh, can you remind me what happens when my willpower is maxed out? You get a minus two on any of your uh, rolls that have to do with, like thinking related like mental this skill. would so definitely not composure or definitely <laughs> would be this <laughs> what wonderful timing minus two dies all right so i had four to start with um so that brings me down to two okay you got this <laughs> would you like the last uh, that one? is one success <laughs> okay what do you do you just you, you just stumbled away She's kind of standing there. She's going to take a moment to just pull the sword out at this point. So I think that's what I'm going to do for her action is she's going to pull the sword out. And you get the sense these she's almost like a, you know, like a dog or something playing with their food. Um, but she's going to pull the sword out and you can hear her chuckling. Um, what do you want to do? I assume I'm a little lightheaded, both from the lack of willpower and the lack of blood. Absolutely. Um, you would have been able to have seen, like, you, like there were, there's one way out. Uh, well, there's two ways out. There's the way you came, but you, you know that you're going to run into some angry security guards. You know that there is a, uh, there is another door on the left side of the stage, unguarded. Uh, there's that. Um, there's this big old melee, but you can see that a lot of the a lot of these these guards are are busy keeping them at bay. You can hear a lot of that kind of coming out to keep them from spilling out away from like this controlled this controlled area. Like the crowd is threatening to spill out. Yeah, I mean they've been doing it this whole time, and anytime someone tries to right. leave the melee, like they get kind of like shot back in with that. So, thank you, Ooh. thank you, Griffin. Thank you, Griffin. Thank you so much, Griffin. I need those. <laughs> you uh, do, buddy. What do you Jeff, can I can I ask you uh these guards mm-hmm. holding the crowd in mm-hmm. they are facing the crowd and not me correct I would say that's fair does it seem like if I took one of the guards out the crowd could get loose uh certainly possible couple notes I would throw in your direction you're telling me there's a chance I'm telling you it's certainly a it's certainly a possibility you are feeling woozy. You're low in willpower. Uh, you um, woozy means poor decision making, though. That's fair. There is still a vampire here, and you do recall them parting like the Red Sea for her when she was running across. Oh yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. Okay, that's the deciding factor. Then uh, <laughs> that was I'll run the for the detail. <laughs> I, I was hoping I could lose myself in them, uh, but no, I'll, I'll run for the door that's not guarded. Okay, so you're gonna run behind the stage, basically. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I twist her away, and she pulls the sword out and like starts playing with it, and I'll, you can keep that. 
and I'll turn <laughs> and just start stumbling away. As you stumble through the door, you hear her call <laughs> out behind you. I'll just return it to your wife, Sarah. I so enjoy meeting new people. I stop. <laughs> right in the doorway as the door is closing. I turn back around. You can see and she's just start- smiling, standing right there. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to kill you. No. Not yet, anyway. Like in the back of I your look head, up. in the back of your head, you can feel something kind of moving around, and you're like you, almost like you can kind of feel like a headache, sort of shifting and moving in your head right now. Right, I look up, speaking directly to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Colossians three verse nineteen. And I start stumbling back towards the vampire. Okay. Cut over to the hallways where Drebin and a few have run off. Three have remained. One is on the ground. One has been shot. They are going to go after you. So the two that are still up are going to go after the four of you. It looks like the one that's untouched has drawn their weapon and is looking to to fire. Uh, I'll say we're going to fire at Alvin. Alvin's the closest. Uh, the other one looks is going to uh, is going to fire at Linda. Sorry, I'm just rolling randomly. Um, so fire in the direction of where the Molotov came from. Um, so you can see that the guns are drawn. One guy's on the ground already. Two of them are going to fire. What do you guys want to do? Shoot him. Okay. Uh, any particular targets? Uh, I'm going to shoot the one that's already been shot. Gotcha. Okay. Maria, what are you going to do? Uh, same. Okay. So you two, you're going to focus on this one. Alvin, what are you going to do? Oh. I'm going to throw this Lockham guard that I took down into the one trying to shoot me. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, and uh, then um, Linda. I'm going to grab one of the... We've got a good amount. Okay, okay. Linda, what do you want to do first? We're going to go into um, initiative in a second because like Alvin's doing something that's going to be quicker than you guys. But okay. Linda, what do you want to do? She would shoot, but she'd have to get the gun out because okay. she just had the Molotov. So you want to draw your... You want to draw a weapon and fire? Okay. Um yeah. So, Alvin, you're close combat. Um, you want to throw this guy, basically. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll treat this as close combat. Go ahead and roll Brawl Strength. This is this is only going to do aggravated damage, I would say. We'll, we'll call it a difficulty as they're now no longer being shocked and surprised. We'll call this a difficulty of, like, four, I think. Or, no, maybe five. Hang on. I'm going to willpower because yeah, I only about three. The take half if needed. And remember, the full willpower affects mental skills, not yeah. physical skills. Yeah, I am going to make it five. Or a crit with five successes makes it seven. Crit with five successes. So I'll say you throw it across. You throw the body uh, of the one, and you're throwing this to the one who's like in the back that hasn't been touched yet, or are you throwing this yeah, next? Yeah, the one trying to shoot me. Okay, so the one that's trying to shoot you, the, the, so the one that's kind of been unharmed, you're going to throw it in his direction. He was only a, a step or two behind the others. 
Um, so it's going to do two aggro. It's going to do two superficial damage. But I'm also going to say because of the crit, it's going to knock him to the ground, and he's not going to get the shot off. So you just throw it at him. He goes falling to the ground. He's not going to get a shot off this turn. He took two superficial damage. He's got the body on top of him. He's not out of the fight, but there's that issue. Okay. With that in mind, we go to Kyote and Maria. The two of you are going to start firing at the one that's already been damaged. Um, I'm going to go ahead. He's obviously going to fire back. Uh, so, but because he's going against multiple people. Uh, so, since you guys are pulling your guns and shooting at him, I'll say he's going to... F- Who did I say? He was going to fire at Linda. Linda, were you were you firing too? Um, she had to draw her weapon, but yeah. No, that's fine. I don't, I don't mind you saying. I'll just, we'll just increase the difficulty for you by one or something to try to get the, the shot off. Okay. Um, okay. So she'll, she'll, this one up here will fire at Linda first because Linda just threw a Molotov fire on the ground. <laughs> you can see there's <laughs> fire on people's clothes, stuff like that. So uh, this is one of those situations where since he's got to do this for multiple, it's going to hurt. Oh God. Uh, roll Linda. So difficulty of four for Linda, difficulty of three for Russ, difficulty of two for Maria. Is it okay if I take one of the audience dice? Yeah, go ahead. We have six left now. Eight, eight, nine. Six successes. Four successes. That dude's dead. Successes. You guys just Robocop him as. Yeah. <laughs> You just unload on this guy, and he's one after the other. And a couple, while, while the, the vest gets some of them, sure, it doesn't get them all, and eventually it just kind of gets torn, and he falls to the ground, and he's probably just straight dead, uh, whereas the other one might be clinging. We'll do another round with you guys here. There's one more guy up on the ground. He's got one body on top of him. His whole so basically he he lost his whole turn essentially getting knocked to the ground and pushing this body off of him. He's laying on the ground. I'm gonna say he's probably just gonna fire, uh, kind of, and try to sort of do as best he can to sort of backtrack and fire. Uh, what did the four of you want to do? Shoot him in the head. Okay. Uh, yeah. Linda wants to try and kick the gun out of his hand before he can shoot it. Okay. Um. So go ahead. So if that's the case, you're not. So in terms of, like, the order of initiative, uh, it's close combat from already engaged parties, then ranged, then newly initiated, then anything oh, okay. else. so I would be newly initiated. Exactly. So he would he would okay. get it before you're able to kick off. So then I would I would just shoot at him. Okay. So if that's the case, Alvin, do you want to try to do anything melee first? I'll run at him. Yeah, I'll try to... Hit him while he's down. Okay, so you would get first because you're up in this and you're close combat. So if you want to roll brawl against the difficulty, oh my god, uh, difficulty of four. Okay, I'm rolling eight dice here. I got five with crit against so seven. Oh my god, dude. Nice. 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 Like that's I mean he took two superficial damage from you already. He's taken three more. Like you base uh, describe how like you just land on him and his head just crushes to the ground and you just knock him out, right? You just he's out. He's not dead, but he's out. So it's it's superficial damage, but it's enough for Actually, it's not necessarily he's out, but I would say he's he's what's it called? Um inca- not incapacitated. Incapacitated. Is it dazed. Incapacitated? I can't remember what it's called. There's a word for it. It could be incapacitated. Sometimes we haven't played in a month. 
Um, do, you, do the rest of you want to keep firing? You want to just put them down? Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Russ just walks up and puts a bullet in each one of the unconscious guys' heads. No problem. Okay. What do you guys do after that, then? Just give me kind of rush a Rush through the door. Out okay. to the floor looking for the Reverend. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So you rush out. Uh, so if you're looking for the Reverend, as you all are looking for the Reverend, Drebin and the others are kind of going slightly different. So you rush out. Reverend, we're going to come back to you. We're going to give you one more round before they pop up. So what do you want to do, Reverend, as you start walking back to the vampire? Stum- excuse me, stumbling back to the vampire. Uh, I'll reach into my pocket and pull out just my, you know, red bone pocket knife. Mm-hmm. Flip it open. <laughs> oh, darling. <laughs> Oh, what fools do for love. Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Matthew 25, verse 41. And as I build up, I'm going to start stumbling faster towards her and try to stab her. All right. Go ahead and roll. Uh, This is going to be against it. Oh, poor Steven. Uh, Difficulty of six. <laughs> I'd like to use some desperation dice if I can. What and an audience die? What is your field again? I am faithful. Okay, uh, and I believe that God has put me here to kill monsters. All out, and God tells me to protect my flock, and Sarah is definitely in my flock. All out. She's embezzling, yeah, yeah. and she's okay. getting ready to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, strength melee, uh, that's seven dice there, and then I roll the desperation after because those dice can affect things, right? Correct. Roll separately. Yeah, because if you roll the a one. As well. Oh, and the audience dice. die. Uh, no, I included the audience with seven, so I'm good. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, I don't have willpower to spend, but that's not bad. Uh, that's five successes there. Okay, that's enough. Uh, and rolling oh, the sun. desperation, which is three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at despair three. Yeah, despair three. So you're not yet succeeding on the task. Task was difficult. No six. ones, but no excess, no successes there. Okay, so you come up, you thrust the knife at her, and once more she grabs your. She like she basically just grabs your arm mid-flight as you're you're an old older man. You're you're not doing well. And she once more spins you around, this time kind of pushing you off to the one side. She's she's right there on the left side of your neck now. <sighs> what was your wife think, Reverend, all this time spending with another woman for a night on the town? It's at that point we see the doors open. We see Alvin, Linda, Rust... Maria kind of bust open. The rest of you, the rest of you see there's this woman. You know the position. Her head kind of tilted. Reverend's head tilted. She's kind of whispering. The, her hair still perfect. What does everyone want to do? Rust begins to just charge at her, and he holds the palm of his hand out as the Anakian script on his hand starts to swirl and almost seem to smoke. And he says... In the name of the Lord, I repel you, leech. And he will attempt to 
repel the unnatural. Okay. What do the rest of you want to do in this in this this case? I'll make sure the Reverend's okay after this vampire's repelled. Okay. It hasn't happened yet. You guys are just when, all declaring if, what if you're it doing. Happens. It's yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're are you running in then basically? Yeah, I'm running in. Okay. Uh Alvin L- is faithful too. Linda and Maria, what are you doing? Uh Maria's got uh her gun out and so she's kind of staying close to rust and just kind of you're, got the gun out. Okay. So you're not actually and firing definitely but you're like, the distance. Uh, <laughs> I think we're preparing more so in the vent. Like we're ready for Alvin to grab him, and then uh, Maria yeah. and I will cover. You guys got to tell me what you want to do, though, because a lot of that is triggering off of the potential for something else to happen. So that might not happen. So then I'm pretty much like just pretty much ripping them apart. Just okay, getting, so you're just separate. gonna try to go in and, and just sep- make sure they're separate. Yeah. Okay. Maria's gonna shoot, and Maria yeah, wants and to then shoot. Once they're separated, I want to shoot. Okay, if it happens. Okay. Remember how initiative works. So yeah. shooting would be would come before anything Alvin does because Alvin's got to close the distance. Coyote's got to close a little bit of the distance as well. Then you two are sh- so the, sh- oh, yeah, the, the shots shooting. would get up. Okay. Yeah. So the difficulty for the shots going to be higher because she's grappling okay. Reverend, and I'm sure you yeah. don't want to shoot him. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put through me. I'm gonna, it's fine. I'm going to put the difficulty at six. Okay. Uh, we've got five left. Um, two, three, four is what I have to roll. Uh, you should definitely take one. I've, I'm rolling seven, so. Okay, yeah, I'll take at least one. That leaves four. I'm going to hope for the best. Just, seven. just remember, vampires only take superficial damage from... <laughs> Um, hoping to at least just stop the biting that's happening at the moment i got with i got two tens so with my two tens i got a total of five successes five successes that's going to be a fail so you miss okay so you fire you do pull the trigger you fire at at her but like you're trying very carefully not to hit the reverend and because of that you miss the bullet goes you hear someone in the crowd "Ah!" (laughs) uh (laughs) <laughs> they can't feel anything uh maria uh how'd you do uh, i failed they only got three successes okay same thing um then we're gonna go kyoti next i think uh so kyoti go ahead okay and i'm gonna use my despair dice um yeah go i got ahead. different color drop so uh same difficulty as them i think uh in this yeah. given the situation rolling 11 dice and you just take half 10, or 10, is that going to be enough? Not in combat. I'd, I'd run a roll in combat. Understood. 10, 10, 10, 9, 8, 6, 6, 7, 7. But I did get oh one. Gosh. I did get a one on the despair dice, but it's 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 10 successes. 10 successes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Russ, is- you are just a luck leech. Okay. Hey, this really we where all of it goes. This is, this is what this is what Russ was built for. Was just repelling the supernatural. <laughs> okay, so this is you're just you're, this is trying your this is repel or this is thwart. I can't remember. Uh, th- this is repel the unnatural. So this is basically like like I did with those other guards. You know, she can't get. She has to. Okay, so it's just gonna. Okay, so I'll say as you charge in, the hands goes out. The the Anakian symbols do through there. They're sort of swirling. And you see her just 
from some invisible force just wrenches her free from the reverend and she goes kind of sliding back as she was and she gets pushed back reverend you kind of crumble to the ground alvin you're able to swoop in at that point and grab him before he he, he crumbles fully he's got this this knife kind of shaking in his hand and you see the vampire yeah, still like reaching out to try and stab her with this this sense of confusion on her face she just slides back and kind of looks up um the light repels you leech okay i'm going to go you have a thing that you uh you're not targetable by is that right? Do you have do you have something that that prevents you from being targeted by it's me- melee yes. attacks, right? It's like I can't uh, move no, closer. No, it's, yeah, you can't move closer, and I'm invulnerable to their mental attacks. Okay, yeah, this isn't a mental attack then. Okay, <laughs> you feel uh, rust. You feel a very intense pain in your arms where your Anakian symbols are, and you watch as your skin begins. To ripple and burst. Um, Unpleasant. <laughs> this is range attack. Range attack. Man. Okay. Um, we'll make this a stamina. I think I would say stamina resolve test, probably. Okay. Uh, difficulty of six. Since I'm still resisting the supernatural, I can use my despa- the despair dice. Uh, you just said you rolled a one, right? Yeah, but I so, succeeded on the roll. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. You succeeded on the roll. Good call. Uh, yeah, go ahead. 10, 10, 6, 8, 5, 10, 4, 5, 6, 7 successes. Okay. I really feel like we're in another situation like we were with Leo. I feel like this, this this shouldn't be so easy against a vampire. I feel like I'm doing something wrong, but your your skin bursts, little flecks of blood start coming out, and you can see her hand is out in your direction, and you see a couple little flecks of blood start drawing through the air towards her, but not enough. And she kind of looks at her hand, and she looks at you with this sense of confusion, like something worse was supposed to happen right there, and it didn't. I'm coming for you, leech. Okay. Um... You got away from me at the trailer park, but not here. You hear her call out. <sighs> Fine. Kill them. And you see somewhere in the neighborhood of like six or eight of these like security guards who are like holding these these like fire extinguishers. They kind of turn around. They look in her direction. They see what's happening. And they kind of you see them kind of start to put these canisters on the ground and kind of go for weapons. Time to run. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Run. Okay. Treat back the way we came. Uh, before we do that, welcome Raiders. Welcome. Oh, we got Raiders. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't seeing. Uh, Dysfunction D&D, thank you very much for the raid. We are playing uh, Hunter the Reckoning. Uh, we, are, we are in a battle inside of a club with a vampire. And things are... T- Things are getting weird. Um, okay. So she has reached out. She's tried to, to do something to Russ. Russ, it didn't really work, but you can kind of piece together that she has, like, you think she's trying to drain you from a distance, and it just wasn't working. Um, 
Alvin, you have the reverend, and you've kind of got your your arm underneath him. Um, Maria and Linda, you are firing from a distance, trying to to shoot the vampire. You can see that the vampire, her arm's still out, and she's kind of looking around, looking around, looking around. And her her eyes kind of settle on, like, like Alvin and and the reverend. She's like, well, if not this one, perhaps one of these. Uh, so she's going to attempt something on either Alvin or Reverend. Uh, so what do you all want to do here? And you can see all of the other, all of the, and like the, the, the turn of the guards the, uh, the, is going to be dropping dropping their things and getting their weapons out. So you're, you have a, basically a turn before they start firing. I'm going to help the Reverend up and see if he'll come with me out the door. I'm weak, but I'm definitely still going towards the vampire. Uh, if you like start pulling me away, I wouldn't really be able to fight you. Uh, if the vampire is getting close to us, though, I definitely want to take a swipe at it. She's not moving. She's reaching out and she's trying to do something from a distance. Because I would say she, he, she can't move any closer to you uh, because of, of Russ. Right, He's right. got that thing. But she ha- does have this ranged ability. Are these the same guards that are holding back the rabid crowd? They are in the process of stopping that and pulling their guns. So the crowd could go wild. The crowd very much could go wild, which could be bad for them as well. <laughs> just, just to point that out. It's going to go pretty crazy here in a sec. Yeah. Uh, Linda's running towards the door. Okay, back the way you came. Maria yeah. would help Alvin uh, get the reverend. Okay. Yeah, she's going to get that door open and she's yelling for people to get the F out. Coyote sees that what she, the vampire is trying to do and he sees that the reverend is trying to resist and, and attack the vampire. So he punches the vampire. Okay. So you're going to, you're going to get up and just punch her. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, Alvin, you're just, are you just he's shaking his head. He's like, I'm going to die here, but <laughs> Alvin, you're going to drag the creature... You're going to drag uh, Reverend away? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Linda and Maria, are you firing or are you running? I'm sorry. I was just Linda's, reading a few things. I wasn't really Linda's paying attention. Linda's running towards the door to get it prepped to go. Okay. So, Linda, you're going to go, like, take a position by the door. Okay. Uh, Maria? Uh, Maria was going to try to help Alvin grab the Reverend and pull the Reverend away. Okay. So, the so the two of you, you've got the Reverend dragging him away. Reverend, you're trying to push the, past them. Kyote is going to take a, a, a step forward and he's going to go for the vampire. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your attack on the vampire. Can I have one of the audience dice if we have enough? Uh, of course, we now have nine. So. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. Chair. And I'm using my despair dice again. For uh, difficulty is six again. Okay, okay. Ten, eight, ten, eight, six. Seven. That's four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm going to spend a willpower point to reroll three. Six and a six. Ten points of aggravated damage to the vampire. As I expel my. I don't think. I don't think it's. The, I don't think it's aggravated. It's only aggravated. It, it should only be aggravated if it's specific to one of their vulnerabilities. It, no, repel the unnatural. When you use the unnatural to. Uh, in melee, because I've got this particular edge, it's plus zero damage, inflicting aggravated damage to the creature under the effect of the repulsion. Okay. 
Uh, they're dead. Uh, describe how you kill them. Holy shit! Uh, you just did eight did. aggravated <sighs> damage, man. There's like, like that's. I I think uh, some, something's wrong. Something's out of whack here. I don't think it should be this easy, but it is dead. Go right uh, ahead, describe. If it makes you feel better, Jeff, I couldn't do it. I know you can't. Uh, <laughs> you and your little yeah, knife. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I expected them to have some sort of soaking mechanism. Uh, he, his fist literally just goes straight into her chest, and you see that smoking burning almost moment of of divine light as he strikes through her body and she just crumbles to dust around his fist and he looks equally shocked because he fully expected that not to work that well not only is are you shocked she's certainly shocked but also like you look at the agents who are now going for their weapons and they look in just utter amazement at what's happening it's possible some of them don't even know like vampirism you don't even know necessarily how much these people know and they're looking and you feel the wave then as they're now stunned of these of all these people in the dance floor just suddenly push and knock them over uh and they start the the, that melee just starts spreading out in all directions at this point and you're it's like a like a wave not necessarily looking to attack you all just just crazy violence going off in all sorts of different directions okay what do you guys want to do? Building the building. Okay. Sorry, I was muted there. You got Linda by the door. She's kind of waving you down. And we'll say, Maria, Alvin, you've got the Reverend mm-hmm. arm in arm. Yeah, yeah. All the if guys. If the vampire goes down, I'm happy to move along with them. Uh... Okay, <laughs> I think they were able to do it anyway. <laughs> you get back into the hallway, and I'll say, you hear the sounds of gunfire go off, but you feel like they're not necessarily firing at you as that this sort of that wave of of melee is just starting to like eat up some of the some of the agents. You start weaving through the hallways. You make it to the back alley. You see that that horrific body on the ground is no longer there. And you can see that two of the vehicles are missing. You don't see any signs of Drebin. But we're in there because that is a pretty good place to end as you guys get to your van. No windows, no mirrors. <laughs> sure, Maria will have something to say about what did that. What people do to my van? I didn't do it, Maria. I promise. It wasn't me. And you guys drive off. And that is that. And we will end there. After this ridiculously long night. I going down there. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I think oh, we all thought you were going down there. Yeah. I got to yeah. look at something. I'm, I am. Yeah. It's, I mean, I did build Quixote specifically just to deal with Supernatural. But, uh, yeah, that's. Cause he's got. A, he's got. I don't. Th- I, I brawl, truly but. don't think it should have been aggravated. But that's, that's what it says. It, but it doesn't the, matter. On, on my yeah. side, I have something that's specifically like everything is Supernatural. Everything is superficial unless it's specific to their vulnerabilities. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not sure which takes precedent. Yeah. How it, how it, you know, if this, then this, and how does that combo together? Because you just, you just one shot a vampire. Yeah. It says, that that should (laughs) be possible. It's it's weird. While this power is active, the hunter can use the object of their focus, which to me is my body, since I took the uh, hands free thing. 
-hmm. as a melee weapon with damage with plus zero damage inflicting aggravated damage to the creature under the effect of repel the unnatural but my thing has an ability that says it only damage all damage is done to it is superficial unless it's specific to their vampiric vulnerabilities i know so I don't yeah, know which just... again. So if anybody knows out there, <laughs> yeah. we'll have yeah. to read out Let us know the how answer. How does that work? Okay. Because yeah, Reverend went in and everybody thought, oh no, this is bad. And then Rust was swapped in. And we're like, oh, this yeah. is also going to be bad. Well, we're way over time. Let's go ahead and let's uh let's let's call let's do some closing plugs. Let's get on out of here because we've been going a really long time. Raids tonight and uh, the uh, bits that helped us out so much. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's start with, uh, Aaron, Aaron, tell us about what you're doing on Garblag. Oh, let's see next week on Garblag, uh, on Tuesday, Millie is running Coriolis. That'll be at, uh, 3 PM central standard time on Wednesday. We'll be playing some age of Sigmar Soulbound at the same time with Dan running the game. Uh, Thursday, I am not hundred percent sure. I think Pete's going to be putting together something for Thursday during the day, but I'm not sure what it is, but we'll be back Thursday night with uh, more of the Modifia sponsored force to fear with our Toon Cthulhu group, including Jeff. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, Lewis will be running um, D and D fifth edition, his uh, sky pirates campaign. Very, very nice. Uh, let's see. Steven, tell us about what's coming up on Tuesday, man. Tuesday is arc three of the good, the mad, and the unholy, 9 p.m. Central. Uh, we're going to get back at it. Uh, the posse just defeated a cult, but there might be some aftermath to it. Uh, I'm calling this arc uh, Die Old and Make a Purdy Corpse. <laughs> you kill Purdy. <laughs> and you'll lose the audience sir <laughs> did you ever watch gladiator gotta win the audience are you man. not gotta win entertained the crowd. yeah uh as for us tomorrow we'll be playing our one ring game uh we're closing up at our uh closing in our year anniversary of that game which is pretty crazy we i think it's next week crazy. yeah so that's tomorrow uh monday we'll be back to holla for savage worlds uh, as Stephen already mentioned, Tuesday is going to be Haunted West. Not only that, but we're going to be giving away another set of Foundry dice on Tuesday. So come back. And then uh, Friday, for the next two weeks on Fridays, we're going to be just doing a little something special uh, for the holidays. We're going to be doing some Regency Cthulhu, uh, which just dropped out. Jane Austen meets Call of Cthulhu. So uh, we're going to be doing that. Um, and then... Uh yeah, and I I think Hunter, our next scheduled play of Hunter because of holiday stuff isn't till the thirtieth, so we'll see. Uh, took out a vampire, but that damn Wendell Drebin just keeps getting away. <laughs> he did, he did get so away. Blast, blast him. Uh, <laughs> but that's it. Let's go ahead and raid somebody. Pale forward here. Uh, so thanks for that though. Um, congratulations to Griffin for winning. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, congratulations. Um, don't forget to message uh, Jeff. Already got it. Contact. Taken care of. Uh, Multitasking. So, gonna go ahead and raid Insomnia Knight RPG, who's playing some Dungeons and Dragons, it looks like. So, go ahead and click on the raid button when it pops up uh, and say hi to them, follow them, follow us, and we'll see y'all later. So, good night, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.